You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. Marijuana. I feel like Andrew uses this part sometimes. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, he's recording now, yeah. Andrew, are you recording? Yeah. Giving it good, letting her work. Giving it good, letting her work. Giving it good, letting her work. Giving it good, good, overnight drive. I think there's some sort of a mango beer on that table somewhere. Oh, yeah. A mango mosaic. Mango. I'm so tired of pretending that beers taste different from one another. Mango. Mango beer. Yeah, this just tastes like Coors Light. It does not. It's a mango mosaic. There is no mango in this whatsoever. The only thing that's mango about this is that there's a mango on the bottle. There we go. Gabber's going to take a quick taste. Coors Light. It's really mango-y. It's just, it's not. Yeah, let me, let me take, let me take a taste. I know, you're crazy, It's like Labatt Blue. No, it tastes, I'm actually, I feel like I'm set adrift on a tropical, on a, des, on a, des, on a desert island, as on people like to island. fucking say. A desert island, yeah. I that's... hate that so much. Let me just, like, Have you ever seen a desert island? No. Okay, okay, so five, top five albums you bring with you if oh. you're ever on a desert island. <laughs> Fucking really soak you. Like, soak your head until you stop breathing and lock the door so a few family members can't come in to see what's wrong. <laughs> that was a little. Gabby just gave me I a look. I think the like south of Italy much. has desert. No. There's no such thing as a desert it's island. It's impossible to have a desert Sorry. island. It's an oxymoron. I feel like that's a derivative of like deserted islands you know like well, like course, desert but... is meant to mean that you're in the middle of no you know but it, it doesn't doesn't work okay so i'm gonna really ask the question of you guys if you're ever on a deserted island what are the top five albums you're the bring top with five you? albums that i've I been listening bring. to a lot of podcasts lately and this is what they call content and every so often i think that we should try to like maybe do more content driven episodes so i've got like a bunch of content let me let me let's just let me just give it a shot. Okay. Yeah, just vomit so, out okay. some content. So, uh, so if you guys are on a desert island, what are the top five albums you'd bring with you? Ever in it, like in and not even and don't even think about like don't even restrain it to genre. I think this content is going to disrupt the industry. <laughs> do you think that if we do content, it'll be so good? Hate breed perseverance. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know. Five uh, times. Five, five copies. Yeah, five <clears throat> copies of Hatebreed Perseverance in uh, ever more fucking rare variants. Todd, Todd Rundgren, uh, best of Todd so far. <laughs> the one with Influenza on it. The only one that includes the song Influenza. Which is great because it compares love to uh, an infection. 
I can feel my heart, I can feel, I can feel, I can feel my life slip away under your influenza. Right? Great song. Remember when you, you first heard that song? Remember where you were? I, really, I hate to, It's like a 9-11 question. So. Remember where you were when you heard your favorite song for the first time? Gabri. I don't really remember anything. I, I have the memory of like a goldfish. I don't know if I have a favorite song. Sunday. That seems like a... That's a weird... That's oh, some, uh, like, I'm afraid of death shit. To be like, that's my favorite song. Or that's my favorite album. Like, do you ever? F- do you think- uh, ever? You've listened to all of them, and that's the one. Like, <laughs> Are you of the school that you can have many favorites? Yeah, like... I think that I think that's... I hate how many times <laughs> in, <laughs> How many times in life have you gone back into the archives and found something that's actually rocked your foundation? Where you're like, oh, this album or this book or this movie or whatnot existed 30 years before I was born and is incredible. Like, it's just, like, it's unbelievable. Shelter Mantra. That's one. Quest for Certainty. (laughs) They're taking the stage right now, Andrew, by the way. Did you know that? No. This is Hardcore Festival happening in Philadelphia as we speak. This is Hardcore happens every three weeks. I'm convinced. No. There's no point... It's like fashion in, week. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's eternally uh, or like restaurant <laughs> week. It's restaurant week right now. Oh, cool! How long is restaurant week? Oh, the next All four year. weeks. I'll what? Tell you, I'll tell you what. It's uh, this is this is uh, this is Sarko nineteen. It's been 19 weeks. Fest seems to happen all the time like that, too. Yeah. I legitimately, this is hardcore happens every three weeks. Because every three weeks, I see somebody You're complain in Toronto, about it on, or on Austin, uh, Twitter. Or Austin, or whatever the next no. hub is. Gabby, you're obviously, your finger's not on the pulse of uh, hardcore. Because Austin is South by Southwest territory. Isn't there another Wasn't one that happens in Austin, too? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. I remember people... Uh, hey, filling up the filling up the car for chaos, like people driving from Albany to Texas for yep. us to see bands they've seen. Yep. Not I'm. It's not like you know. Remember, ever see that movie? It's a great. It's a mad band, mad, 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 mad world. I have. Where there's or the Cannibal Run, where there's some sort of like pot of gold at the end. There's no like driving all the way to Texas for a show. Yep. Kudos is playing. Gotta go. I'm filling up the car. No doubt the car is like, it's like a fucking 87 Chevy Nova. <laughs> fucking, I broke the Chevelle out for this yeah. one. My parents are letting me, letting me borrow the, the Jeep Wagoneer. We were going to be all set air conditioning, and we're going to take pictures at every truck stop. Wow. You get to gonna... bathe in Barton Springs with all the other crusties. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know a lot about that. You were, a f- are, were you, let's talk about Gabri's punk past for oh, a moment. No, we can do that. Uh, no, Gabri said no. Uh, shut down. I mean, what do you want? What? No, I, I. You were there, I think, for most of it. Right, but we <laughs> we have a we have an audience of oh, millions. Oh yeah, other people. We should probably before we get too deep into something. If this sounds weird, we're all on a screened-in porch holding microphones, so you're probably going to get static and weirdness and like hand noise and doesn't hand matter. release and all that shit. Hopefully, <laughs> coyotes matter. again. Doesn't matter. Hopefully, what? Coyotes again. Hopefully, coyotes. Hopefully, again. coyotes. Yeah. Now we should have invited. Uh, should Nick work all over again? That's Could've true. That. Um, anyway, sorry. We can get back to your punk past. I just, I, I no, wanted to. Gabby doesn't want to talk about her punk right, past. Right. And frankly, I understand. I don't think it's very interesting, to be honest. I mean, but if there's anything that you think I should well, talk about. you know about bathing in Barton Springs, which is like, what is that? It's a half man-made, half natural like, like a swimming pool that's fed through a river 
in the middle of the city. Oh, so they they haven't even left New York State in their. I'm thinking of no. The, this is in this Austin. This is in Austin. Well, oh, this is in Austin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's, it's like a junky river that like that flows <laughs> through like cheap, a, a cordoned off so. okay. area where friendly. You, yeah, you can like go and like roll around and you can be like, oh, I showered. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I was not a fan of this place when we went. Austin. I wasn't thrilled with it. Well, I loved Austin when we went. I ate a lot. I think Andrew just means the springs specifically. No, the springs. Yeah. Yeah, awesome was fine. I mean, yeah, I we we had some very good food there, but uh, the Barton Springs can fucking go fuck itself. <laughs> taking a shout hard stance to, on this. Shout out to Barton Springs. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Barton Springs. Wonderful. Do you so know what's that, going on? Well, um, well, here we are. We're at the. This is our annual. I hope this never goes away. I I hope we're friends forever. Personally, yeah. Um, I think we hit that mark. Yeah, we've been friends long enough. Long time. It'd be yeah. weird not to be friends. It's mostly for my welfare. I think we'll probably have a pretty significant falling out, though. You think so? I think so. Once somebody offers us some money to do, like, the podcast, it's yeah. over. That's it. No. Well, You're going to get real fucking weird and pretend you don't know no, me. Like, well, we were never really that close. Patreon.com slash Overnight Drive if you'd like to build <laughs> If you'd like to. By the way. Fucking yeah, widen you this, this rift. play out in real time, you could contribute. Yeah, all you people who listen and never engage us at all. Because uh, I, I see. Thank you. No, well, thank you. First of all, Thou- the thousands of downloads we get every week, and then there's only this is the same four people that interact with us. <laughs> good, you guys are. Uh, I thought that was good. Thought that was funny. Uh, and everybody else. Um, there's a reason why we don't uh, do things that are sponsored by Nature Box, or fucking Stitch dot dot net or Stamps dot com. I mean, we could. Just but liquid lap dance. <laughs> we tried with liquid lap dance, and I've told that story. We tried with liquid lap dance, and that you now. That just didn't work out. We I try yeah. I engaged with Sliquid. That also didn't work what out so well. What the fuck is Sliquid? Sliquid is what uh, it's like vegan lube. Oh, oh. yeah. Tried to be that vegan. actually normal, really that is normal lube's not vegan. I think uh, there's some out there. There's some petroleum based lube that's not good. It's just it's for anal only. Not to be graphic. I thought it's usually like water based. Well, most lubricant now is water based, but there is certain lube that is petroleum based or has like gelatin in it or is perhaps flavored like there's, there's like a bacon lube. so it's vegan flavored so it tastes like tofu <laughs> it's, which is it's you know, it barbecue tastes, seitan it's, lube. It's, it's yeah, lube yeah exactly it's lube it's that tastes great. like whatever it's cooked with which is the beauty of tofu <laughs> and, leftover fryer oil yeah it's like wow well, when we use liquid it's like our our vegan relationship because we have to label everything. I want our vegan relationship hit like a kind of like a uh, like a boring stretch on the road was when we started using Sliquid. Wow, it was like we had a re- we were reborn as in a vegan relationship. It's like the first time you go to Champs. It's like the first time you go to yeah. Vegan Champs. You you realize what bland overpriced food. How many couples? Be? How many relationships were made over over uh, <laughs> a, a, a slice milkshake. of vegan cheesecake with two forks at Chaps? Uh, you know, <laughs> we really milkshake. should be checking the uh, the Brooklyn Craigslist missed or like misconnections for and searching champs. Oh, you know what? That's an inspired idea, and I'm going to do that right now. Very good. Um, I was searching this as hardcore, and I be, uh, it ended up being. Um, Disappointing because Shelter has already taken the stage. Oh, Shelter's playing. The only reason that I'd go. As as we speak. I hope they do so well, and I hope the video is so good and it gets so many views that they decide to do a whole tour. That would be great. 
like shelter. They're fine. After 12 years, they're refinal. They're returned to Albany. And the last time I saw them, Ray Capo, Ray Capo lives up here. And Is that right? Yeah, he lives in Chatham and does um, like uh, has like a yoga studio. Why did he not like ever come through when we worked at EVR? That's where maybe he did, and he just, no, he Ray, just looks like fucking like Leatherface well, now. And like we don't the, know. I mean, this isn't this isn't like saying anything, but he was always seemed like the smart one who would like stay away or like maybe just be like, hey, you know, or call. But and, all right, like let's pick. Let's pick a person that you that you don't not get along with, but that you would be super thrilled to not be in a car with for a long time. You know, like one of those situations. Okay, um, I'm thinking. Um, that has to we have to say somebody. No, just oh. you, you know, think of some peripheral person that you've like. Sure yeah, oh, I can definitely. Yeah, you know, you, you it doesn't matter who it is. Can now, I roll, can I roll the window down or no? That you move no. to. You can crack the sunroof. Um, yeah, you moved to uh, uh, Champaign, Illinois. Oh, home of Braid. Great call. And oh, just God, yeah. up the block, that dude also moves to Champaign, Illinois, independent of you, and is <laughs> he's got a skate shop. Great. And I there's a point where obviously, just just from the simple fact that you guys have shared history, that mm. you'd go through and get Satan together. Yeah, that's I just suppose. that's how shared history works. You know, okay. it's just like people who like menaced you with a wrench in high school. If you <laughs> see them on the street, it's always like, "Hey, bud, what's going on?" Just because you have a shared history, it's, we have a shared history. So it's as smart as that dude might be. Like some dude he broed with is running a multi-million-dollar business down the street. You you roll through, or maybe um, not. I don't know. No, maybe no, the, maybe I, these guys I, have I, beef. No, I think that well. I, I mean, would love it, to get Steve on this podcast if it weren't for the fact that he is like the least verbose person on earth. It would just be like, be like yeah. single word answers yeah. for a while. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You still owe me 138 bucks. <laughs> that was really good. Now, in life, especially in bands, you're going to end up owning people money. Or that's true. Even that's members, a reality. I mean, that's it. And, and, and that's okay because it's. Part of the professional music experience is ripping someone off. Is is not fulfilling your fucking merch debts. Yeah, and a haze of like very and a haze of artifice, very like built built up like an overcooked sense of stardom. You will just like I don't have to pay that. I would Fuck love it. to know how much <laughs> money I owe to like Death Wish. Because I never pay attention to... I never... I don't know... You don't know shit. I don't know shit. We didn't, we didn't sign a contract. We well, I, yeah, that's true. But, okay. <laughs> I, I'd like to think of myself as a like a, a friend of the guys at Death Wish, no, if nothing else. No. So how much money do I owe my friends? Because no. um, I don't know... I don't know what records are out. I don't know what... I, if a record comes out... I, a, I don't know the record comes out generally. I usually hear it at the same time as the general public. And... B, I certainly don't know who put it out. So I don't know what shirts are out. I don't know if we make merch. I'm fully lost. I think that's okay. Yeah, I think it's great. It's nice. How do you feel about that, Gab? I think it all it all comes out in the wash. It all I, evens out. I demand a full accounting, personally. I'm tired of seeing... What if? So what would happen if everybody accounted for all the stuff... When you were in bands, what would that look like? like Paint 80, us a picture. Like we need, we want to see like a graph. Of what? Of how much I I owe or have owed been owed? Both, I guess. Well, what would the Venn diagram look like? 
I don't know. I think uh, in the middle, I owe. I think I owe. I think I'm maybe also owed. I don't know. It's all it all I never think, out. I never it? think about it. I did listen. I did listen to uh, uh, some end of a year the other day, and it was a ripper. I sat in my car and listened to it. I was like, wow. Recent. The last the year beneath me. It's good. Really good recording and production on Andrew's part. Recorded just just a few miles shy of here. Yeah. Um, but you know, enough with all this talk. <laughs> we gotta. Get, uh, it's uh, it's seven forty one p.m. Uh, July thirtieth. It is the sun still up, which is an oddity for uh, for recording here. Usually, we're in like pitch darkness on this uh, on this porch. We're uh, we're in what is this Bethlehem, New York? I think this is Slingerland. Slingerland, New York, and the foothills of the Helderberg Mountains. We've got a special guest here. We've yet to introduce, which I think is very rude. Even yep. though she's spoken. Oh, it cool! The dog's anybody. gonna start to bark. It could ready. be Corey Everson. I mean, it could be Corey Everson. Could be. It could be supermodel Carol Alt. It's true. It is. But fortunately, it's a, a woman who's, uh, whose star shines brighter than both of those <laughs> terrible women I just mentioned. Her name's Gabri. Hey. Hey, welcome to the podcast, Gabri. I'm holding Good a microphone. I can't clap. I'm so happy that she's back. I think we all are. I think I could speak for the entirety of our listening public when I say that we're very happy she's back. She decided to come back. The only reason she came to this house today, because this, this is usually Andrew and I's uh, little... Getaway. Yeah, you know? this is there it goes with a dog. <laughs> with fucking gets, dog. It gets weird. Um, bark until I let it in. No, uh, no, it's uh, the dog is. Uh, we put the dog. The dog's actually the where we're staying. They have a domesticated lynx. <laughs> and uh, the dog. That was the dog. The dog and the lynx are having a little bit of a tussle right now. But that we we can't because we're so dedicated to our craft. We can't actually get up and do anything. We just have to trust that the stronger animal will win. Yeah, well, that's what I say with nature and shit. You know, it's like I I say let the cats fight. You know, I live with two cats. <laughs> no, I live with two cats who are brothers and they fight. And young box always wants to break them up, and I'm like, let them fight. Let's like let let him fight. Character. Yeah. Gym teacher and you coming out? No, no, let him finish. Oh, let him settle it. When I worked, Whoa, the, when you I worked, would be such a good gym teacher. What if, you think so? Oh man, really? That's it. I'm not saying like that's what you should be. I'm just saying you would be a good one. I think I would be. I with the, when I taught at the reform school, alternative high school, I let the kids fight for a little bit, get some tension out. Because what am I gonna do? I did. No one I time. Yeah, one time they were they were fighting over a girl. I said, you're, I, and, uh, separately, I said it's not worth it. She's and gonna end I, up with me anyway. Yeah, she's gonna end it's up. Not with, worth it. She's gonna <laughs> end up with me in the end. <laughs> I, she gets a little bit older. Like I've got a license. Just a little. I've got a license and a car, asshole. I can buy beer. I can buy beer. I can buy weed. You should have let them fight and then come up behind her and be like, let me take you away from all this. Let me take you away from all this. They don't know what they're doing. I know what I'm doing. Have you ever, have you ever, I don't know, have you ever got head before? You have know? you ever had a moment of ecstasy? Have you ever had a moment of ecstasy? Have you ever, have you ever had, an, had, had have you ever moaned in an, like an uncontrollable, like it just came out like uncontrollable way? <laughs> I already know the answer. You had a moment of ecstasy in a Dodge Ram have you ever like take, have you ever conversion taken, van. Have you ever taken ecstasy and walked around the mall? <laughs> I mean, we can do that. 
<laughs> I think we're gonna do we that tomorrow. We should do that. Oh my god, are you going to the mall tomorrow? Oh I'm deaf. I'm gonna call in. We're uh, my new job. We're trying to figure out half the week is gonna rain and half the week's gonna be really nice. So we're gonna try and top load the week. That's the, the nice part of the week by floating in a pool for three the days rain and then spend the rest of it at the mall. Have you well, talked about your new job on here yet? I have a little. I'm back in uh, back on uh, doing the nonprofit thing. You know, it's cool. Congrats. Trying to raise money. I'm beating the drum, as I say on conference calls now. It's my new. That's my new uh, thing. Hey, I'm just out there beating the drum. <laughs> I love. It's like a character. I can't help it. I got my mojo back. I'm like back. I'm like asking people for money again. Cause my old Fresh. job. Yeah. Bush, bright and bushy tailed. Well, my old you look job. Well rested. Yeah, I've been sleeping really well. Um, feeling all right. Last night I slept all right. We went to Deftones the Bar last night, which was so good. Oh man! <laughs> we went to Deftones the Bar and listened to Rage Against the Machine and watched UFC. It was yes. like uh, it, was, it was like a Norman Rockwell painting. The best I don't part. know if anybody else noticed that it just smelled entirely like farts there the whole time. Yeah. Did anybody that else notice cool. that? Yes, I noticed that. That was cool, but it's always kind of smelled like farts, though. How is that even possible? It's, it's a big you, bar. It's because personal hygiene when it's like. Okay, so let me let me put you in the mind of like like an Albany guy. Yeah, bring me to Albany. So like, you could take an extra fifteen minutes, you know, to wash. Maybe take maybe, you know, in your shower. Like you're in the shower and you use the body wash, and then you're like, mm, I should probably do that again. You know, it's like <laughs> that hot. first one didn't really. First take. one didn't take. Well, a guy like maybe would just like work all day, same jeans, maybe change his shirt, maybe not. I mean, it's just a T-shirt with a bar, another bar's name on it. So you're like, well, okay, well, I worked all day. It's a at different the Johnny Cash T-shirt. <laughs> I wore the the cat. Okay, so I had the I wore the one Johnny Cash shirt where it's flipping off the camera all day at the can <laughs> recycling place. But I'm gonna change it into the Johnny Cash mugshot shirt to go out to Deftones the bar. But you don't you don't really you don't account for the fact you haven't washed in 24 hours. So times 15, 20 dudes. Yeah, there are so many dudes there. Yeah. There's also, I mean, I was remarking on that because we live in New York City, where it's just ten million hot girls trying to out hot each other, and then there's like four dudes, four dudes, three and Andrew, and, <laughs> and, and, and those three have a somewhere have a bicycle wheel tattoo somewhere on their body. And I forget that other places are like Bro City. Yeah, oh yeah, I bet that was some, really Bro City last night. I bet there's some Bro bars in. Uh, Maybe go to Times Square, ESPN, the the, uh, the experience, maybe. Yeah, like in all those Irish bars in Midtown, I think get a little like gnarly. McSorley's. Yeah. The oldest, the old, it's the oldest bar in, uh, in existence. I remember people used to say that when I worked in St. Mark's. They'd be like, "Where's McSorley's?" I'd be like, "Oh, it's just around the corner." I'd be like, "Oh, is that, is that really the oldest bar in the in the, in the United States?" Sure. Uh, whatever you say, man. Yeah. Yeah. What do I work for the city? I uh, I always try and... Well, what I was going to say before was, I mean, the reason that bar smells like farts... Here's <laughs> yeah, Andrew's, Andrew's theory. Is that there's not a place within a square mile of it with which where you can get something green that was grown from the earth to eat. Like, it's all... It's entirely places where somebody vomits into a deep fryer. <laughs> and that's just it. Okay. Um, we, when we were trying to figure out where to go last night... It was impossible to find a place that didn't lean on chicken fingers, as it's it's either a place that leans on chicken fingers, and that's just what you go and get, 
or it's that spot that just like that that takes a crepe and puts Welch's fucking jelly on it, and then it's like, here you go, that's nineteen dollars. Mm, I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> like, I'm not into that. Thank you. No, you mean um, you don't? You don't want to sit at the chef's table at New World. Dude, they have a chef's table. Do you know that? Oh no, I missed that. Back, it's they have a chef's table Great. in the back hallway, hmm. where it's like, oh, you can. They're experimenting with like, um, like fuck. Oh, uh, it's uh, this has bacon foam on it. We hmm. should try it. You know, because in the middle of a busy dinner shift, the chef is going, well, I'll make you know, I'll make you whatever you'd like. It tastes like salt and ramen spices. It's cool. No, no, that's what people do. If that's you were a, if if you were a chef, wouldn't you want a chef's table? Gabri, nobody has my back on this. One-eyed dog, no one? No, I mean, it's it's definitely a thing. It's it's funny, because stuff comes up here, like, so late, you know? <laughs> like yeah, we are still tea. very um, much in the 90s yeah, here. Like, you guys just got bubble tea, we like, just got years bubble tea, and it's after. gross. Um, so I think it's interesting. Like, we walk by that store on Lark Street that's, like, an Instagram store for, like, hot gay dudes. And I think it's cool, like, even though that's completely, it's so niche and weird and, like, unnecessary, <laughs> I think it's cool that someone's trying to do something, like, and so, whatever, I mean. No, I agree. I, like I, Whenever th- anybody tries here, I take notice. Yeah, well, the also, thing that always strikes me here, it's not like, it's not like people are, like, it, it's not bad intentioned, and it's not like... It's reductive to call it, like, a hillbilly town, because it's not. You know, it's whatever. There's just this overarching, like, almost on purpose lack of elegance to everything. <laughs> yes. And so when anytime anyone tries anything, even if it's, like, remotely, even if it's, like, doing surgery with a hammer, cool. Try it. See what happens. Uh, so, yeah, I'm into but that. But then there's also the resistance to that, where it's, like... Oh, it's really expensive. It's super expensive. Oh, what are you trying to be, uh, you know, oh, they're trying to just be like uh, Brooklyn. You know, they're trying to be anything that's sort of out. Anybody, it all boils down to when I was a child and calling somebody somebody wise was an insult. (laughs) Like, what are you being wise right now? Like, anywhere else on earth. Trying to be. Anyway, like anywhere else on it's like it's like anywhere else on earth being wise is considered a good thing. Oh, he's wise, you know. Well, he, you know, he takes the time to think. Maybe leans on some of his his history, and then he has some wisdom. You know, here it's if you try to be a little cute or a little smarter than everybody, oh, what's forget his, it. What's this fucking deal? This he didn't, he didn't open a fucking he didn't open a bar with like a like a shiny with a shiny lacquered bar and like you know tables. With the with the PA, where we can do you know, where people can do things, just go. Times just go 20, there. He didn't do that. What? He didn't. He didn't print shirts for his bar, where people can just wear them when they're not working. Oh man, the bar last night too had yes. What I forgot. Oh, this fucking thing. <sighs> yes. All the bartenders, or I don't know who runs it, but somebody. Like <laughs> accumulates photos yeah. from all of the bartenders' social media accounts, and then they play them in a slideshow on a TV in the middle a of all dedicated of the, TV. That's the all this thing TV does. Of all of the sports TVs, like prime real estate of all of their like shitty getting ready photos and like mm-hmm. <laughs> all their like 
like getting ready wacky photos. Halloween pictures and like in the middle of July. Like it's so sad. I love getting ready photos. Like we're getting ready to go to Hollywood. Maybe it's like people who've tagged Hollywood. I think maybe it's a continual stream. Could be people have tagged getting ready. Oh, in- I don't even think it's that like deliberate. Like. That would actually be somewhat, that would actually be kind of smart to be like, oh, like if you tag us, we'll put your photo up. But it's just of their <laughs> own e- photos. Easily taken advantage of by people like me. When it's like getting ready for Hollywood. It's like me with like a shotgun in my mouth. And then it comes up on the TV, <laughs> like getting ready to go to Hollywood again. I hope there's some women there. And I don't even care what they look like. Just there. Yeah. There's like a lot of, um, there was a lot of IZOD shirts there yesterday. Did you notice yep. that? I was the sartorial challenge in Albany is to like not like they'll have like a long sleeve and then cargo shorts. Yeah. Like I, I like the work shirt with cargo shorts. That's like the big thing with a lot of Albany dudes. And the sleeves aren't rolled up. It's just like long sleeve, buttoned up, ready to rock and roll. And then and not even khaki, like, like bright tan, like mistaken for white under certain light. And then bright white Adidas shell toes with no stripes on them, just white. And low-cut socks. Should we just open, a, like, a don't-have-to-try-it-all bar and a don't-have-to-try-it-all menswear spot in Albany and just fucking rake it in? That could be it. Like, the most phoned-in fucking uh, thing <laughs> for both of them? I mean, but it's like, an un- it's like a conscious thing. It's like an unconscious thing, but if you made it a conscious thing, I think people would really gravitate toward it. I think if I, if I took out a lease on Lark Street and I just went to... Like, if I dialed all the way back to the first page of Put This On, so, like, seven years ago when that blog came out, and I started to just stock the things that were on the first page of Put This On, I'd, I'd kill it. Because it's, it's still it's seven years ago here. So I think that'd be, that'd be the move. Well, we're really shitting on Albany right now, and I'm having a great time here. Okay, so. all right, all right. You know, I guess Andrew, I uh, just I support that idea, but I understand that Gabby's right. As usual, you're right, and that sounds like I something. I really don't ever get tired of hearing that. Yeah, that's something. You no, know, you have to say. You know what? As usual, you're right. That's what you say. Yeah, it's uh, and um, so uh, I think that we're um in a position where we could talk about whatever we want. So why don't we talk about these fucking Triscuits in front of us right here? Yeah. Gabby's here. And what I think a lot of people have been, people have been knocking down. It's like that scene in uh, Night of the Living Dead where the zombies are starting or trying to invade the house. People have been knocking our door down asking for Tasty Corner. You know, when we were in the grocery store earlier today, I was like, you know what, Andrew? I'm not going to do a Tasty Corner. It's too predictable. I'm more than just a snack review aficionado there's more to me than this but then i saw two kinds of triscuits and i just couldn't resist so here we are we're doing the tasty corner hans theme song hit it it's gabri's tasty (laughs) corner and i can't believe this is happening again Oh, wow. Would you like me to play some music instead? No, that was perfect. No, no, I can play music. Just let me play music. Do it. Guys, it's been so long. I have a lot of programs that I can just start off. I mean, no problem, right? And we can be... I can... You know what? I'll, I'll craft a song in front of everybody. How about that? Brand new song. Perfect. 
Oh yeah, new project. Because you know, I want to like. Yeah, that's not gonna work. It's <clears throat> Gabby's Tasty Corner. It might get a little violent at times. She'll fucking kill you with a smile. I spent a lot of time walking these streets, and I know. Gabby drove by me one time and didn't pick me up. Tasty Corner. Classic. Real good. It's like a Classic little bit Tasty Corner. Thank you. Song that we all know and love. Thanks, guys. I've been working on my music a lot lately, and I just, uh, it's kind of like my newest creation, inspiration. I think the hardest part of doing this show in this setting is after like floating in a pool in the sun all day i'm just like cool man you're writing this song this is great this is cool it's good, dude. Loving it. then i can i can do yeah then i can do all the things that you'd be like nah, yeah. don't do no don't like, like, okay so we gotta go uh okay, all right so, so next yep no i got the song down that's yeah. cool man you got that so it's, oh, oh, it's a great it song it's a good riff i'm just thinking like chilling Oh wow! Oh, yeah, dude, that's really cool. Um, yo, man, I'm about to put on a backpack and oh. pronounce my R's. I was in the in the schoolyard and I was singing Ronnie James Dio into a pen in front of the mirror, cause I don't know any better. Then I found a journal and I started doing graph, and then I ended up with staff. And that shit was fucking crazy because my mother always called me lazy. I don't drink Pepsi, I only drink Coke, and my father thinks that I'm a fucking joke. I found a bunch of bros that are into the same thing, and then we went and we found a bar we like, and that's all we do. I like M&M's, how about you? Triple XL, thought it looked good, then I got really fat, so now it's really tight on my body. But it's cool because I wear knockoff Dennis Roddy jerseys. Make fun of me for like an Eminem, but he's got that money. And then and without having to be a scam. Never mind. Wow. It's a lot of, not, a lot of it's no secret. I, I dislike white rap a lot. So. Wow. Okay, so. Wow, wow. That was Ga- good. Gabriel, you are way. Thank you. Gabriel, you are way more than just a, a presenter. Of food, questionable food of questionable origin. Yeah, you're you're not sure about these, huh? Well, so do you want to describe what these are? All right, we got two kinds of triscuits here. As you all know, well, maybe not all of you, but people who might have remembered my tasty corner from what two summers two ago? Two years ago at this point, Jesus. Toasted coconut sea salt triscuits, the a number one snack of my whole life. The Triscuit by which, which all others are measured. <laughs> it was a Martha Stewart joint. <laughs> currently discontinued. I'm hoping to recreate the same magic with their new flavors called ginger lemongrass and fig and honey. Don't know. Don't know if it's going to hold up. I'm going to try it. All right. I'm going to dig right in. Uh, I think you should go for the fig first. Okay, okay. Because Hans wasn't sure about these. All right. Mouthfeel. We're going to do mouthfeel. All right, it smells like a Triscuit. 
one is this? It's big. All right. I'm going to do the audience a solid and not chew into the microphone. It isn't so very... It. it isn't very... Uh, the crust isn't very chewy, is it? Are you on British Baking Show? Yeah, we haven't talked about British Baking Show in a while. I fell off. Guess who started watching it? You? Mm-hmm. And Andrew. I fucking love Ruby Tando. These are okay. They're pretty alright. They taste like cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. They taste very British. They don't really taste. I don't know. They're alright. They're, they're a little okay. too sweet. Well, I mean, they're fig and honey. What were you expecting? Uh, salty too. Maybe a little, a little salt with a little my balance. sweet. Maybe a little pleasure respect with pain. You know what I mean? Exactly. You feel? You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. I think we stand united against Andrew. And his uh, shocker. Yeah, these are kind of bullshit. <laughs> All right. These are fucking what a waste of three ninety nine. I'll finish it though. We three fucking ninety nine for those things. Are we out of our minds. Listen, wow! Listen to Mr. Lockhorn over here complaining, <laughs> complaining about the price of Triscuits. I love a, I love a good Lockhorn's reference. My favorite cartoon. <laughs> it's really good. God, it's so good. Mr. Lockhorn. Am I too young for to know what that is? Probably. What is that? That was uh, in the same way at like 6 p.m. when I was a kid and Mash would come on. I would know it was time to stop watching TV. Uh, when you're reading the comics and the Lockhorns, you get the Lockhorns, you know that the comics are over. They would bury it at the last page. No, right. I thought my mother always thought it was um, entirely too misogynistic and wouldn't let me read it. Yeah, it's like Archie Bunker, the comic. I used to cross out in the family circus. Oh, is this in like the Sunday funnies? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like the Viking hats? Yeah. No, that was Hagar that was Hagar the Horrible. Oh. What are, okay, whatever. No, Lockhorns, this is... Lockhorns were just a middle-aged couple that would bicker. Leroy and Loretta Lockhorn. Wow, sounds great. <laughs> it's <laughs> Prime entertainment. No, well, it was because people would, like, read that and be like, oh, you know, it's just like my life. I hate my fucking wife, too. Not alone in this world. I'm not alone in this world. Uh, you know, uh, um, Leroy, Leroy Lockhorn and I have a lot in common. And, uh, but I'll read you, like, an example, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His name was Leroy Lockhorn, which I mean, is a I great name. I guess that's name. kind of the premise of Kathy. Ack! Kathy. I love Kathy. Everybody, see, that's the thing where the people would par- make, make a parody of things that made them miserable, and now people are just miserable. Do you think there's, like, Kathy fan fiction porn? I guarantee. I bet there's Lockhorn's porn. We, I, I, I looked for Jetson's <laughs> porn and was immediately <laughs> rewarded. <laughs> now, wouldn't it be great if I could... Think of a cartoon, and then I will add porn to it, and then I'll describe the porn. Just think of, <laughs> think of one right now. Um, hmm. Think of a cartoon. Garfield. Perfect. Oh, definitely. Yeah, certainly Garfield porn. Uh, there's one. Uh, I, I already. I not only is there a porn, but there's one. Uh, if I can find it, there's one where the premise is great. It's homemade. Clearly homemade. <laughs> My God, I I don't think I can find it honestly. Um, but it's basically the basic uh, thing is. Oh that my god! There's so much of it. There's so. Okay, so I'm gonna describe <laughs> this. Now you know John, right, from Garfield. Oh yeah, sure. So this the one daddy. is, uh, yeah. So John is. Um, he looks drunk, but don't let that dissuade you. Wow, he says, "Wow, this coffee is awesome, Irma," and Irma's a secretary. Uh, John is, is having sex with her in dog fashion over a desk, and there's coffee everywhere. 
So, which which I love, I love when things. I love when things tell a story, that things were fine when they started, but over the course of having sex, coffee someone yes, yeah, coffee got spilled. Like because you just lose control. You're like, I uh, you know I wanted to keep it. I mean everything was fine, and then it's symbolic coffee. Yeah. Well, she says, yes, yes, we aim to please, hun. But then, in front of them, sits Garfield, sipping from a cup of coffee, with a shit-eating grin on his face, saying, I've created a monster. I don't know what it means. What does that even mean? <laughs> don't know, but John looks really happy. I'm still trying to go through, all right, see if you can find Silverhawk's porn. I'm trying to, like, dig deep into, like, <laughs> the fucking, the, the, or, like, fucking, um... Thundercats? Well, Thundercats, He-Man? I think, was... Yeah, He-Man is, like, obvious. Oh, come on. He-Man, I don't know. It's just that fucking He-Man and Man-in-Arms anyway. oh, yeah. fucking, there's like, jerking tons. each other off. Oh, my God, there's tons of He-Man porn. All right, um, let's think of, like, uh... What about Heathcliff porn? Heathcliff is pretty good. That's some B-stock. Oh, yeah, we're thinking about scummy cartoons. You were like, yeah, like, it, did somebody make a porn oh, for what Mask? Oh, like, breakfast cereal mascots? Toucan Sam. Captain <laughs> Crunch. This head is great. <laughs> okay. Toucan Sam porn coming up. Are we, we're, we're 12 years old. <laughs> no, this is the best thing ever. I'm sorry, everybody. We're better than this. Okay. Um, well, oh my god. This is... <laughs> This is still related Tony, to the Tasty Corner. This is Tony the Tiger in a milk <laughs> with a heart on. But he has a human penis. Yes, and balls. Okay. He doesn't have anatomical, like, an animal's penis. He has a man, a human man's thick. penis. He has, like a, he, has a thick, he has, like, a thick four. I can relate. Oh, wow. Now, okay. But he says there. It just says, I don't know what there are, but there. He's, he's lounging in a bowl of milk. Nude, which is, I mean, you expect to eat cereal after that? And he's like, they're great! And he says, and then the caption says, it stays hard, even in milk. Wow. Which, and he worked uh, hard in that one. Yeah, and then there's another one with him, uh, okay, there's another one of Tony the Tiger dr- eat, coyly eating a bowl of cereal with his underwear around his knees and a you like a like an alarmingly big heart on. And he's, and it's weird because he's a tiger, but he's circumcised. So they, and I don't know what he says. He says, uh, I always take mine with extra frosting, it says. Gross. Fucking completely gross, right? Really so, gross. What, but what was your favorite cartoon growing up? I mean, we can talk about it. You know? Andrew? Um, mine was Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse, wow. I'm yeah. sure there's Danger Mouse born. I'm, I'm trying to... There's, there's more, like... <laughs> bullshit cartoons because there was alright so uh, there was what it was like Hasbro had that fucking that cartoon offshoot that th- all the big ones like wasn't G.I. Joe Hasbro G.I. Joe porn perfect but there was always like, there was like Mask oh god and um, Cars Transformers well Transformers had GoBots that was the thing like Transformers was A tier and then GoBots oh, was yeah. some bullshit B tier see there's these... one I, it's driving me nuts why can't I think of it do <laughs> um, you just want to? Can I just describe to you real quick the best GI Joe oh, porn? Oh please! Found? All right, so it's it's Cobra Commander. You fools! <laughs> right, Cobra Commander. <laughs> Somehow, some way, 
He has a very, he has like, and this is written by, this is drawn and signed, uh, it's signed by somebody, uh, uh, whoever wrote it, his name is Bad Guy. So it's signed, it's, 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 uh, made, it's, he's, he's made it in a computer, took, it obviously took a lot of time doing it, and he signed it Bad Guy 09, which is cool, maybe that's a screen name, maybe that was just the year he drew it. So, against all odds, Cobra Commander has seduced the Baroness. And uh, they're on. They're on the. Uh, they're Which on a Cobra s- Commander is it? Is it fucking Hoodhead or uh, or Stone? Just wow. silver face. It's fucking and bullshit. Seduce the Baron as the Baron, and he's fully at attention. And she's, you know, she's. Um. How do I say this? She's loving it. Yeah, she's loving it. She's like right there. He's like he has it out, and she's okay with it. Basically, let's just put it that way, right? We don't have to be graphic. Fully into it. Yeah, she's like, he has it out. And although they're not having sex, she's really into it. She's like, I hope this leads to maybe something more. Maybe I'm rounding. Let's put it this way. You know, Dodgers have won the World Series. I'm rounding third. You know, nothing left to do but dance. You know what I mean? I'm just trying not to be vile. That's all. Thank you. Yeah. The woman present. Um, but she says, so this is what they mean by the rise of the cobra, huh? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, alarmingly uh, professional-looking J.I. Joe porn, which leads me to believe that this is a fetish for some people. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. Come on. This is, just, like, too obvious. It's not even, like... Yeah, that's, what I'm, like that's why I'm not trying to think of, like, Thundercats. Sorry, like, yeah, of course, there's okay. Thundercats porn. So what kittens. about like Brave Star porn? Like, is there fucking like Brave Star fucking Tex Hex fucking sixty nine? What about uh, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers? Probably, I'm sure that shit exists. Excellent. Chip and Dale porn. Okay, I know there's one with Dave involved. I did a big search of this. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering like Dave's like watching. See no. Yeah. See no no. Oh, they they're all uncircumcised, which is cool. Now, see, I'm not. We gotta get off this because all of this this is alarm. All of this porno is alarmingly professional, which makes me think that there's this is what all some guys do when they're home with their desktop computer in the living room. This is what happens when you've got a talent that you can't use. You God. wind up fucking drawing like fucking Bucky O'Hare porn. <laughs> all right, so the next flavor of Triscuits <laughs> Let us... is lemon. Sorry. Ginger lemongrass. So this is. Uh, I actually have lower expectations for this one, which is interesting. Oh, thank you. Very good. This one is uh, extra. Bur- this is this is an edge edge piece. I don't know if uh, how into triscuits you are, but this is was on the edge of the conveyor belt, so the, the side is brown. Oh, this you're is like so the be- lucky. Yowza. Strong. Well. Honestly. Tastes like Thai food. I think we found I think we found a, a suitable replacement. For you the think coconut. so? Yeah. yeah. Really? I love it. Wow, interesting. I, I can't taste anything. I sometimes don't think i am very healthy. Because sometimes I can't taste anything and sometimes my vision gets really blurry for no reason. Yeah, it's probably that not doesn't good. sound great. No. Mm. You should probably just, go to the doctor. Yeah, but what does that mean? Needs to make an appointment to a doctor. No, but, I mean, but in 2017, the way healthcare is, you, you know, have healthcare. Yeah, but the way it is, totally. 
you know, like the, I don't want to be part of big pharma. You're basically becoming the man when you do that. Right. Like I don't want to. I don't want to fall victim to uh, Western medicine fallacy with their white with their white paper quote unquote proof. You should just pray. <sighs> Try that. No, when I well, I had a friend who uh, decided uh, he had pneumonia and he prayed about it. And then when he died, I got his apartment. <laughs> so in a way, it worked out for everybody. Like as he was getting, as it as it was evident that his prayer was either this this, this something, wasn't praying hard something up there. This the signals got twisted up. You know, you can't once it's uh, once the prayer's out there, it's like sending a text. You don't know if anyone's going to get it. So he you had send a job a, to do somewhere else. Yeah, if you send a text and, and then you think oh, maybe they didn't get it, so you send like two more. That's usually what I do, especially with a girl. And then you're like, that's pretty much what happened up in heaven. And then he died, and I had to take care of it. But then I was like, he, he's so young, and he didn't have a will or anything. And I was like, well, I guess I live here now. Yeah, they haven't kicked me out yet. True story. What happens when your roommate fucking dies? You just take the spot, huh? Beefs it. Yeah. You gotta, like, deal with their parents a lot when they come through to get their shit. We've talked about this. What would happen? How would you find out? Hmm, haven't heard from the Hans man in a while. Yeah, I'm not, not really sure. Oh, yeah, we, I do remember talking about this. We're trying to figure out the the way <laughs> that would get around. It's like it's like an Outlook at work when you put up an, like a vacation message. It's like if they had a service that would do that for you when you died. For all social media and text. Because on Facebook, it's like remembering Hans. But, you know, I don't want... Maybe they show pictures like I don't want everybody to like... Like that series of unfortunate selfies. Oh, like, you didn't get to approve them beforehand. Right, yeah. No, exactly. That's, That's the worst a, part of dying. The, All the shitty pictures that come out. And pe- what people write, you know? You have to You have to basically, on your wall, you have to, like... I mean, you've already have, you have to approve everything that goes on your wall, because sometimes people write things that you don't want. And then you have to delete it, and then they ask you why. I don't want anybody to remember me. Who's going to moderate your comments section? <laughs> yeah. Who's going to moderate my comments? Basically. I think Google actually has a, like a, a kill switch now, where if you die, your family members can just like sign in and be like, "Okay, delete, boom, gone." Wow. Okay, so that's all taken care. Of. A literal kill switch. Kill switch, yeah. Kill switch engage. You guys. I like know them? there's a uh, there's a, there was a service that would do that, where like every year it would email you and be like, "Hey, are you still alive?" And if you didn't respond like yes within three months, they would uh, they would delete all your shit. What if it was like, hey, what's your favorite band? And if he didn't reply yes, it would shut off all your shit. What are your, what's your fucking, <laughs> what are your top five Desert Island records? And you have to have them right, <laughs> otherwise you fucking, yes. yeah, your shit gets deleted. It's like what keeps them selling albums. Hey, what's your favorite band? And you type in like, you the know, band, yes. porno for pyros and it shuts off all your social <laughs> media. No! Like, no, yes. Specifically, owner of a lonely heart. Trevor Do you remember Horn. we had that weird remix of Owner of a Lonely Heart? Yeah. God, it's gone. Never no. found it again. And every time I try and search for it on YouTube, no. I can never find it. I know what it is. I know it was, uh, it was, oh, see, now I can't remember. But it was a DJ. It was a famous DJ who well, did that. Well, there, there's that one, and there's like a video for it and everything, but that's not the one we had. We had a different weird remix version that I don't know, and it was mistakenly labeled as that. So I found it. I'm like, oh, sick, here it is, and it's not. That makes me sad. Yeah. It's a real fucking tragedy. It's, it's really, really it's much better than the original song, frankly. Uh, yo, wait, no. The original song. Is this it? 
Just kidding. This is just my. I wrote this myself. That's great. This is actually my remix. I'm hoping that it takes off. Can you freestyle again? I love yes, and there's no joke. Two thousand seventeen remix. If this came on at the club, you know the floor would be packed with yep. people. The place would smell like farts in minutes. Everybody's been eating fried food that? all night. We've got fried food, we've got donuts. We got fudge donuts. <laughs> What? I can't. Andrew! Oh my god! I can we see each other out after uh, seeing each other. Oh my god! Here, meet fried food! What are you doing? Oh, where's Gabri? Oh my god, there she is. She's on the second tier of the club. This is the kind of club this is. I'm in a cage. She's in a cage. cage. Yeah, this is what she does now. Yeah. It's awesome. How you doing, man? How's it? How you been? I haven't seen you in years. It feels like. Remember this? Remember we used to talk about yes all the time, especially as roommates. Remember? Remember that time we went to the yes concert? He's marking. Andrew, Andrew just marked us for deletion. Remember when we used to stay up all night talking about yes, like this song, specifically yeah. this song. God, remember we used to talk about doing a remix? Sounds like someone beat us to it. God, what could have been? All right, everybody this, out there, send me bar. your Owner of a Lonely Heart remixes, and hopefully one of you has this song. Could you do me a solid? I know we haven't talked in a while. You know, there's a girl here I really like. Could you tell her I own this place? <laughs> Can you tell her I'm the owner of a Lonely Heart? Yeah, this place is called the Lonely Heart, and I own it. That's why when this when it, when this song comes on, the spotlight hits me. It's a tight spot. I got a tight spotlight right on me. I don't know why they haven't put it on me yet. Uh, I gotta. I guess I gotta fire some people tomorrow. Yeah. You guys still like this music? <laughs> you guys still liking this? That's me. Yeah. Oh, you know, I told them not to keep that part in, there, and they kept it in. You guys want a drink or something? Maybe some Kettle One on I on, on the rocks. Maybe. You want some nice cold kettle one? I know the. I mean, I know. I mean, of course, I know the bartender. I own this place. Oh, yeah, God! You know, you think he'd treat his boss better? I've been waiting in line here forever. Andrew, Andrew, maybe Gabri. You want a ice cold kettle one? Gabri, maybe up in the cage. You want a vodka Red Bull? I right, kettle one Red Bull, right? Diet Coke and Malibu. Maybe, Andrew, you're, you're not really talking, man. Are you happy to see me, old pal? You got a lonely heart? Wow, that was me. That was me on that track, by the way. They're like, we need, we need someone to, we need someone to convey the exuberance of this so, track. So long. Yep. Because we're in the club and we're in a, we're in a stacked pack club, nuts to butts. Everyone's in here. Nuts to butts. Yeah, it's 300 over cap, and this place is hot as a pistol. And Andrew's here, and he's not even talking to me. What do you want to do for the rest of our night tonight? What do you feel like doing? <laughs> like when we're done recording hired, the podcast, what do you want to do? No, you don't want to talk to me either? All right. Gabby's in me? the cage. Yeah, you. Hey, Andrew, she's in the cage. She's trying to work. I'm feeling it. I'm I trying hi- to get some tips. I hired her. 
Maybe a thank you is in order? I saved, you know, I saved everything. She came to me, hat in hand, after our argument, saying she needed a job. And I said, Gabri, of course, you're like family to me. She came, you know, she was like right, she was there when we opened. She's been there from the good times and the bad. Yeah, since he started this song 100 years ago. You know, that's the thing. We're good here. We're here for the good times and the bad. That's what this bar is all about. I thought about naming it good times and bad. (laughs) But I thought better when I heard, when I was, when I was commissioned to do this remix. As a former member of End of the Year, I've been in demand as a producer. Remember that band we were in? He just, he just marked it again. (laughs) Andrew, this is important media. He's watching you, Andrew. You guys like like this music still? I'm thinking about getting to the M&M's. Oh, you guys like what? I, it's a really loud club. I'm sorry. Oh, we don't play. Committing. You guys yeah. really taking yeah. yeah. and committing to that. <laughs> Hey, DJ, hey, yeah, I know the DJ, don't worry about it, I'll have him play Eminem next, no big deal. So last night when we went to get noodles, Hans decides oh, dude, Jesus. to start yeah. doing a bit on the waiter. <laughs> like biting my tongue, Try like he's like looking at me talking about shit, I'm just fucking, okay, cool, alright. Yeah, and he was... asked them where they get their ideas from. <laughs> Sorry. I asked the I asked the waiter. I'm like, so where do you get your ideas from? But it wasn't like you 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 went into a drawl, of course. Like, where do you get your ideas from? <laughs> so, uh, where do you guys get your ideas from? Like, I but of course it's like, I, I you know maybe it's like the first time I ever had pad thai. You know, I'm from the sticks. You're like you know rescuing an old friend. When he goes, oh, it's it's like a mix of yeah, like Watson, Chinese really and Thai. To and you go, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard of that. He's like, it's like Japanese and Asian. It's like Asian fusion. The fl- he's like, you mix the flavors. That's a, duh. That's where you get your ideas from. It's fusion. Yeah, bro. I should have been like, don't. I wasn't looking for a real answer, smart ass. That's what I should have <laughs> said. But I'm, I was, I was, I was, oh, I was afraid. Because <laughs> it's like you know, it's got closing time, and you know they had the music going, and yeah, they were thrilled to get yeah, out of there. Yeah, she brought us our check really early. Yeah, oh, she, but she was hard to hear. I don't, the, yo, stop talking. Like, stop talking to me when I'm trying to eat. Like, yeah. if, if you don't have a commanding, loud voice, don't walk up and whisper at me when I'm trying to eat. What do you want? Would go away. Well, they like to whisper there because the, remember that drink on the menu? <laughs> oh, White that's true. The whisper of almond. Brandy, fruit juices, <laughs> and a whisper, whisper. of almond. <sighs> I thought they'd come up behind me and be like, almond. You smell almonds. When you smell almonds, it means you're having a stroke. Yeah, they fucking, they uh, release the fucking Zyklon B, and everyone smells almonds, and then that's it. And we're all just fucking, like, foaming and twitching on the floor, release and that's that. Release the Zy- You couldn't have picked maybe a more sensitive poison? No, that was, that's Zyklon the Zyklon B. You can put the microphone down. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Gabri left. <clears throat> yeah, that was it. I, she, I, I offended her. Yeah. Bye. Okay, now that oh, we're great. alone. Oh, great. Perfect. Wonderful. Thanks. Now that we're alone, uh, you think she's really going to work out? Or, cause if she's, I mean, she's a good dancer and everything, but are you comfortable with her working here?
Cause I can I can fire her I can fire her lickety split. Jesus, please stop. <laughs> That's the new overnight drive theme. It has to be. It has to be. I like how we're creating we're starting to create a little town around overnight drive land. Yeah. Well now yep. now I'm the owner of the lonely heart. <laughs> the bar. What's your bar called? Lonely Heart. Oh, do you own it? <laughs> As a matter of fact, yes. I that am the was, owner of a Lonely uh, Heart. That was the genius of The Simpsons in that it created an entire cast of characters. Like it was just yeah. all of a sudden they created an entire town around it. Well, we're, we're doing we, the same we've thing. We've created now. the cast of characters now. Got the owner to... of the Lonely Heart. <laughs> <laughs> racist Todd. Yeah, racist uh, Todd. Yeah, it's uh, a uh, good Pete who's been very busy. Pete yep. Pete, uh, Pete got into lawn care heavy. Oh, and so his summers are bad. That's good. Yeah, but Pete people Pete will be back in the in the the uh, winter. Uh, it gets cold as ice in the winter. Who else do we have? We have a lot of characters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Owl Statue. That's the name of another <laughs> bar. The Owl Statue. That's where all the punk girls hang out. It's like a punk bar in town. It's like Overnight Drive. Overnight Driveville. Oh, my God. You have Tecate. I'm not going to work tomorrow. Good I, God. It's not occurring to me job. that so, it's a fucking like a work night for people. Yeah. We were talking, uh, Gabri, while you were gone, we were talking about... Creating a little, we're, we've created a lot of characters over the years. Now we have to create a little town, and uh, our, the, to live in. the first brick and mortar building that we've um, created is the Lonely Heart that I own. <laughs> is this like O and D Sims? Yeah, this is like O and D Sims basically. But there's another, there's another punk bar across town called the Owl Statue, oh. where all the punk girls hang out. Where is Owl Statue now? Where's Owl statue? Yeah. The the woman or the The woman, not the not the statue. We know where the statue lives. No, I don't I have no idea. Probably local. No idea though. The sta- the, the statue also no idea. Did it break when it fell? No, I threw it. But when you <laughs> Did you hear a smash? No, I didn't hear anything. Good thing that parking lot wasn't loaded with cars cuz there'd be there'd be a windshield to answer to. No, it like bounced. I drove my car away. <laughs> well, what else is in the village? Um, well, Pete's lawn care. Pete, Pete got in the lawn care. That's real a trick. Heavy. You can't like oh, the village has to, has to happen wireless. organically. If you create a village top down, it won't work. It just right. it's like Brasilia. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's like Brasilia. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> so we've the only the only structure. So it's the town on the rise, where it's a city maybe. The town on the rise where the only structure is the Lonely Heart Bar. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the nightclub. It's like when you play SimCity on super hard level, and you have yeah. like no money to spend. Um, continuing with our tasty corner, uh, we have. Um, I went to the Speedway gas station before I came here, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Cool. First of all, second of all, I thought, wow, what if we don't have anything for Tasty Corner? Gabri, uh, Gabri had the foresight to uh, commit to the bit. I bought, but I brought some M&M's, and these are coffee nut M&M's, but they were dusty. Yeah, they've been sitting there for a while. And they had a grimy thumbprint on it, and I smelled the thumbprint, and it was motor oil. So someone, a mechanic, local mechanic maybe, 
reached down and said, "Oh, actually, he said, nah. Actually, I want a, I want a big cat. Yeah, I had M and M's for breakfast already. <laughs> yeah, I had M and M's for. I, I split a bag of M and M's with my girlfriend's kid. Uh, so <laughs> I already now, had coffee nuts and M and M's, so yes. I don't need these coffee nut M and M's. So would you like? To, would anybody like to try these, or are, are am I going to be the guinea pig? What I'm going to try the, one. Okay, I'm going to give you a couple here. There you go. There's one. Okay. Just one. I thought I was getting a couple. Wait, do you want a couple? Jeez. I can give you a bunch. I can give you more. I can give you a lot. There you go. Thanks. Andrew's got one. All right. So what are these? They're coffee nut. Coffee M&M. nut. M&M. 321. No. Down the hatch. Into the hands of fate we go. They taste like... Oh, boy. Wow. They taste like the coffee you get at the Speedway station. They really... It, oh, oh. it tastes like that fake coffee that comes from the machine. Yeah. Dear God, this is bad. That's the it um, like, that's the Love's Truck Stop. It flavor. tastes like M and M's flavored oh. fake coffee creamer, like International yeah. Delights. <laughs> that's exactly it. M and M flavor. Oh my God! Yes, it tastes like coffee creamer flavored. It's it'd be like Celestial Seasonings International <laughs> Coffee. That's a nope. <laughs> that's called International International House of Coffee, like hazelnut, like the kind like the the woman like the person you work with. Like who really? Put her real. name on it in the fridge. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Lynn. With Sharpie. Yeah, Lynn, Lynn only. Lynn's. Like Lynn. And Lynn's. she puts her phone extension on it. Yeah, in three, case three, three, happens. Lynn's X three 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 zero, because she, you know, she's oh oh people are like oh we have creamer and then everyone starts using it so she started marking the bottle with Sharpie, she's like people have been using my creamer and there's only one fridge and, and I like the M&M's flavor yeah I like the M&M's coffee nut you're not flavor. much of a collectivist Lynn yeah I need you to really you should read more marks and angles Lynn if this if this auto insurance company is gonna take flight we need you to embrace more of a collectivist attitude have you ever heard of Occupy Wall Street <laughs> Maybe. Whatever happened with that? Nothing. Exactly what one would expect. Nothing no. happened with Occupy. Some, Some person's still running around under the banner of Occupy trying to get shit done. Mm. But yeah, like that's it's it's done. It's over. They got unhappy. Much like a child does when they, they're they're stunting and realizes that nobody's like people are tired of paying attention to you. And then you uh you don't know what else to do. What I find fascinating is it, people were unable to create a socialist utopia on a scale of 150 people. <laughs> yeah. With literally as much support as they could. Like like a, a microphone to the world. And uh, somehow expected capitalism to uh, collapse from within at that point. It's really strange. <laughs> it's really odd. Man, kids love socialism. Oh, yeah. Kids are all about socialism again. Like now? Yeah, like right now, socialism's super hot with people who don't read that much. No, it's fine. It's real wild. Totally awesome. If you want to live in a socialist utopia where everything is run like a nonprofit, perfect. It's funny because, I mean, okay, granted, I don't know that many people who immigrated here from socialist countries. England. But I, I know... Double digits, you know, over the course of my life. I have yet to meet one that was like, you know what, we really should go back to the way we did this under fucking uh, Ceausescu. Or, like, 
not a single person who has lived within a functioning, like, quote-unquote communist regime has ever been like, yeah, we should definitely try that again. Hmm. I mean, I already remember how to speak the language. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, no, we'll, just, we'll get right back into it. It'll, it'll be like riding a bicycle. I'll just get right back. Running away from a tank to get a fucking loaf of bread is just like fucking riding a bicycle. You never forget how to do it. It'd make people funnier, though. <laughs> that's true. Because that's a funny image, you know? <laughs> like running, like, if you had a, I mean... If, Especially if you fall. Right, struggle, then I fall. That's like, that's... Or you slip on a banana people peel or something. That's so funny. <laughs> yep. Ding, ding, ding. Or it's like, this is Tiananmen Square, and I'm going to stand for... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> this, that tank. Or you like light yourself on fire with one of those trick birthday candles? Yeah, like raging against the machine cover. Damn. But <laughs> keep these are blowing up. So, all right, so you're assuming back. that Monk was blowing out a birthday cake yeah. when? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's like, <laughs> shit. Oh, this, this Monk is like, oh my god, you're, I, you're like, oh my god, sixty years. This is sitting. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. You know, we've got you. Okay, so for your birthday, we've got you a gallon of gas in a leaky can and a birthday cake with 60 candles on it. And then he, he's like, make a wish. And when he blew in, when he inhaled, and someone took a photo. And then 40 years later, a young man named Tom Morello said, you know what? We're going to make a statement. We're going to invent rap metal. For everyone. And then 10 years later, a young, wide-eyed Iowa boy named Chester Bennington said, you know what? We're going to blend rap and metal and take it to a whole other level. Infuse a little hip-hop into that. Yeah. You know? He's like, struggle, then I fall. Stumble, then I fall. Is that right? I am only dreaming. Is that that Lincoln Park, right? Yep. You, you, oh wait, no, no, Lincoln Park. She's everything you want. She's everything you need. That's a good Lincoln Park song, for real. Isn't it? Yeah. She has all the right words at exactly the right time. But she means nothing to you, and you don't know why. Yeah, right? No, that was um. It's too sh- soon. No, what? Uh, show, tell me all your thoughts on God. Uh, that's a uh, thing apart. Cause, Cause I'd really they said like it was to, her. Cause I'd really like to meet her. Yeah. <laughs> that song. Her story. Oh, her story. Exactly. What? Very. No. We're you t- don't remember that song? No. No, we're... I remember the song. Is that what that was called? Yeah. Oof, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, it was called Counting Blue Cars. They wanted to call it her story. Featuring Ch- featuring Tess Chester Bennington, but then they're the label. You know how the la- you know how the label you know how labels are. The last minute they're like, why don't you call it Counting Blue Cars? And he's like, so that well, tested better. Yeah, that tested. You know, we done some uh, we done a some like here's a little market research, and um, uh, Counting Blue Cars tested a lot better than her story. Especially that part about I like to meet her. That didn't fare very well with the Wind Western Market. Um. So, like, this is Lincoln Park, right? Ah, yeah. Oh, if you put this on last night, the bar would Yeah, that would have been, it would have been a fucking a straight scene in there. What came on last night and they were, like, bugging? Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine. Oh, yeah. 
kind of like flapping their hips. <laughs> <laughs> what a like. Well, like, my, heads like, bobbing. Heads, I was just going to say heads mildly bobbing. Yeah. Guys, like, Politely bob. guys tapping the, the along to the beat on, on the girl's on the, on the girl's back. Ooh. Like, they're not dating, but he just wants to kind of, like, put, like, Hey, know, I'm here. Yeah, he's, like, on the moon, and he wants to put the American flag in. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, all right, I'm here. This is my territory. I staked it for, as as mine, basically. You guys want to go to Hollywood and just play Lincoln Park tonight? See, we could. See how it goes. Just like, play it on your phone. Like, hey, do you guys know that this band used to be called Her Story? <laughs> guys, oh my god, two, uh, first of all, round of drinks for everyone for Chester. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm going to, uh, basically, this is me getting ready for... Oh, we can take pictures of us getting ready to go? Yeah, I listen to Linkin Park. On the, <laughs> on the TV? Oh my god, I'm so glad I cleaned out all the trash in the, from the back of my 96 Honda Accord. Because we're going to, it's lowered. And we're driving into downtown Albany tonight. And I've got, no, I've got, I've got, uh, I've got this on repeat. This song? This is the definitive Linkin Park song. This is their breakout hit. This is, well, yeah, but no, I mean. That was, what about the Everything You Said to Me song? That was the only song I've ever one known. One Step Closer to the Edge. That was the first one? Yes. Wow. Yeah. No. Uh, what about One Step Closer Stupid. to the Edge? And I'm about crawling in my what skin. What fucking moron pretends that this made a fucking impact? And they're like, what are you, fucking moron? What's up, YouTubers? Um, this is just as Jeff. I, I know it's. I know this is usually. Oh, wait, this uh, is the first one. Yeah, this, this is it. <laughs> this is the breakout hit. I know this is usually a gaming podcast, but I figured <laughs> it'd be worth t- talking about. I came home. I woke up this morning. <laughs> I turned on the radio this morning. What are all the scenarios that you could f- find out about Chester Bennington's death? I went on. I went on MTV.com this morning. My girlfriend texted me this morning. I was on Reddit this morning. Oh, it was on TMZ. Terrible. <laughs> Watching TMZ. I have a Google alert set for Lincoln Park. <laughs> I have a Google alert set for celebrity death. Yeah. And I found out the Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park, apparently, according to authorities, took his own life. I love people all, uh, talking like they're fucking Ted Koppel on those I, things. It's no, great. It's, yes, exactly. Sources say that uh, at yeah. approximately 9.52 p.m. Yeah, they don't want to be misquoted. You yeah. know, no, I wouldn't want to uh, d- defame the Bennington family by getting any information incorrect because I'm fucking the Peter Jennings of bad YouTube channels. <laughs> <laughs> according to sort, according to, according to law enforcement, I like that they use like it's that level of not, not having your own ideas to the point where you are such a sponge for like using terms like according to law enforcement officials. <laughs> like, wouldn't why would you say that unless like uh, like a walking phoned-in AP paragraph? Exactly, according to the law enforcement officials, apparently, and I don't want to get ahead of the news here. Chester Bennington took his own life. And I just wanted to say, like, wow. <laughs> that's the that's the news. After that big buildup, that's the that's that's the story. I just want to say, wow. I just want to say, wow. Like, it just makes you realize that even though you're so close, you're actually so far away. 
Now, what's another good way to put it? It just makes you realize that even though you think you're, if even though you think the sun is out, the dark clouds are right behind it. Oh God! <laughs> even though you think you're in the driver's seat, you're actually in the trunk. Money doesn't buy happiness. If you think money buys happiness, you're gonna wake up one day with a, with a zero in your bank account. Give a penny, take a penny. If you give a, <laughs> you, sometimes there's not gonna. If you give a penny, sometimes there's not gonna be a penny left. Give me another one. Save your pennies for a rainy day. You know this shows that if you save your pennies for a rainy day, it's still gonna rain. You know this shows you. You know the death of Jester Pennington makes you think, makes you realize that even though it's easy come, it's easier to go. You know, it's way even though it was easy when we got here over time, 41 years old over. First of all, I didn't know he was that old over time. It's easier to go. Shout out to the Chester's family. Yeah. Shout out to the Bennington. If the Bennington family needs anything, maybe bring (laughs) over a plate of hot food, like like a, like maybe some baked, (laughs) baked CD or something, you know, like what you do. Maybe um, just bring over some food to help you through this this tough time. I can get somebody to uh, make it for him. Maybe my mom make it for him. Give me some more. Give me some more idioms. It takes one to know one. <laughs> Bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Yeah, you know, it just shows you that in this time of struggle, the death of Chester Bennington, a bird in the hand sometimes isn't worth two in the bush. A, bombs. A, bur- a bird in the hand. A bird in the hand sometimes gets no bush. <laughs> sometimes, if you have a bird in your hand, you still don't get any bush. Sometimes, I'm just now. I'm just pressing the computer to make you think I'm marking things for deletion. <laughs> like a, sometimes a bird in the hand means you're still not going to be as famous as Bush. Sometimes a bird in the hand means you're never going to be President Bush. God willing. <laughs> I love lists. Let's make a whole list of idioms. Oh, God. Mm. I think that's all I got. Um, that's, you know, that's how they get you. <laughs> Chester Bennington, that's how they get you. Man, I really, I, I this is the easily the worst year ever. Fuck 20, 2016, we lost a lot of people. But in 2017? Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Who did we lose in 2017? I haven't been paying attention. Aside from this schmuck. Uh, that, Andrew. That's what I'm talking Be about. Be respectful. Yeah. I mean, but aside, I mean, think of all the people we lost in 2016. But who did we lose in 2017? Are you really asking? Yeah, I, I don't have an answer for that. Chester. What's about to happen? This is filmed outside his home the night of. You hear no. it? No. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. This video. He was just right off shooting a video. You know, guys, I'm gonna call it a call it early tonight. I think we've hit our. Oh I think, God. I, I think we've hit our zenith. <laughs> God, if there ever if there wasn't a fucking soundtrack to date rape, I've never fucking heard it. Like this my, is so fucking bad. Guys in my high school had like practice football to this. 
Hey guys, welcome to my welcome to my club. <laughs> How many mobile stations were left unmanned because the night shift people, <laughs> people called in? Go. Oh, guy, I can't make the uh, I can't make the eleven to seven uh, tonight because you know my friend Chester died. And the manager is like, oh, oh, you want me to work a double? Yeah, I can't really. I got a kid. I got a kid at home. Uh, so I'm really, wife's been getting on me about getting home late. Uh, you now you understand, don't you? Sorry, it's just like Chester. Just one step died. close. You know, I'm one step closer to the edge, and I'm about to break with this job. <laughs> with this, you know, I'm just letting you know right now. I'm not, I'm not saying I quit, but I'm one step closer to the end with these triscuits. Sorry, I'm really getting off on tangents tonight. Sorry. So what's going on? You guys got questions? Like, how does this all work? It's been a minute for me. We have some questions. Um, thanks for keeping us on track. I was going to say, yeah, we're, we're an hour we're and something long. into this and uh, have, <laughs> have plenty of content. Thanks for keeping us on track, Gab. That's I got to keep you boys honest. Man, that's... Uh, man. Sorry, I'm just thinking about what we were just talking about. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm good. I'm so relaxed. Yeah, you haven't really said anything. First day of eight. I'm like, I'm stuffed in the corner over here, though. I'm like, man, in the computer, you know? In the car, Andrew is like, we have to record like the first day because I'm going to get really relaxed. Yeah. And then I'm not going to be able to do it. And I was like, came early. Like, usually when we do this, I got like, I got three days to decompress and like deal with emails and shit. But this time it's just, yeah, it's just been, I woke up this morning in full relaxation and have uh, stayed that way. I mean, it's a real rager of a party going on party next going door, on though. These people are killing the game. <laughs> killing the game. How do we get in there? We just go. Oh. We climb the fence? Yeah. I feel like there's a fence. I think it's just woods between us and them. Just appear from the woods? Yeah, yeah just, from the just fucking roll through the woods. Send me, party people. send me first, and depending on their reaction, you guys can follow along. Perfect. They're like, hey, where are you from? Yeah, I was you, like, you should definitely go first. <laughs> With the guy in the flannel shirt. Yeah, so you look precisely emerging. like somebody who would emerge like from the woods. For like November, <laughs> like mid July. I know. Like, Why are you so? What, who is this guy? Yeah. What me? <laughs> who is this guy? Why is he wearing so many layers? I do wear a lot of layers. It's uh, yeah, it's a bad thing. I don't know. It's uh, if I told you why, it would it would uh, it'd bring everybody, it'd bring the whole podcast down. No, so fuck. Um. <laughs> I do wear worn flannel all through the summer. Um, we've got a couple of questions here, but one is uh, very sad. And all right. There's know. always one that fucking brings the whole thing down. Yeah. Do we want to? Do we want to bring the whole thing down? Do one? that last. Okay. So yeah, let's, let's end on a down note. That sounds fun. <laughs> okay. So we're almost done. So we're gonna. Make, I don't know. I guess we're almost done. Um. um well. Hmm. These are some. These go. No, 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 this is good. a lot of praise. This is nice. a lot of praise. Interesting. Um. Oh shit! I just fucked it up. Read the praise. I will read the praise. Here comes the praise. Hold up. They took the time to write you something nice. Yeah. Uh, I'll read it then. Oh, uh, overnight drive saved my life. Thanks for keeping it real. Seems unlikely. That's true. I get a lot. I get people. Were you like falling asleep at the wheel, and then Hans laughed really loud, and then you you woke up and you swerved, and then oh dear, dear! <laughs> I can't really imagine any other you know scenario. What? In, in the in my normal way, where people like 
praise something I do and then I immediately like go out of my way to undo it, I'm going to kill myself like Chester Bennington. And then then this person can take the night off the mobile job. Well. I'm going to read the sad one. All right. The rest of these are like nonsense and stuff we already read. I recovered. Hi, <laughs> guys. I recovered from an eating disorder in the last year. Very cool. And then they say, really, to Dr. Valley, because we don't believe them. No, come on. And I'm enjoying working out in earnest instead of as a penance now. I feel you. I used to do I used to punish my body by working out, and I lost a considerable amount of weight. I'm not eating and working out and taking diuretics. Um, so I'm here fat and happy. But, uh,. I am still a little overweight for my height, like five to ten pounds. Yeah, you. That's jump change. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> from eating normal again and not restricting at all, and I think that I've been better for a while. I think I'm going to try to loose it from a healthy mindset. Do you think this is possible? Wait, you know sorry. What? So hold on. Wait. So they put on five to ten pounds by eating normally. Normally, and now they're like, all right, I think I'm going to try and lose this by doing like healthy shit. Yeah. Is that the rest um, of the question? Yeah, that's basically it. Stop worrying about it in general so much. Well, I mean, all right, this is an actual disorder. It's not that kind of thing. It's it's yeah. not like you just decide, like, oh, I'm going to sweat this, and then you decide, I'm not going to sweat this anymore. Like, it's, it's you don't generally have the option. Um, yeah, but to be like, oh, I'm eating normally now. Should I, like, not eat normally? I don't know. I mean, it. Go ahead, Andrew. I mean, coming as the king of not eating normally, um, yeah, just eat normally. You know, <laughs> it's like normally. I like it, eat. I don't know, just eat healthy. It's it's <laughs> like it's it's just fine. It's not the end of the world. But um, you gain that weight because you're because if you eat, by eating normally, which is your body telling you this is the weight you need to have on your body. The interesting thing like, is, yeah, it's just like you. Human beings have something like less than one percent variability in, uh, in in like genetic diversity, <laughs> but yo, like you you have that five or ten pounds from eating healthy for whatever reason. I don't know why. You know, like because that, that's what fucking that's what the the genes say. Like it's it's not right. Just just eat healthy and like fucking run or lift weights or do some shit like you normally would to feel good. And then when you stop feeling good, don't do that anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's it, there's there's no um there's no like magic trick to this. It's just like you. But I think you the eat issue good is that they become out. compulsive about whatever it is. Right? Yeah, that, that, like, you have to recognize the red flag of when you're like, okay, I don't feel good about doing sit-ups, and yet I appear to still be doing them. Um, like, it, it's not about... I guess it's not about stopping and starting. It's about identifying those red flags. I mean, like, all right, well, I, there's a tripwire. I just tripped it. Yeah. Time to stop. Um, if it's, yeah, if you're doing stuff that you wouldn't do in front of your friends or something, then maybe yeah. cut it out. I love, I honestly, everyone listening, just set up a tripwire in your life. It's wild. Like, when you just, when you pick a thing that you don't like doing, and you you just figure out what the thing that always precedes it is, and just set up a tripwire, like a mental tripwire, like, oh, well, shit, I just did it. It's really satisfying. Give it a try. It's real good. 
I'm triggered now. You're triggered. All right. Perfect. I need to go to Taco. I, need to eat, I need to eat $30 worth of Taco Bell. Okay, we can arrange that. Let it roll. Um, a lot of people, there's somebody who uh, can constantly asks us, uh, eating ass, yay or nay? Um, eating ass? Eating ass. I That person is also on the fucking self-defense board doing that. Do you ever answer really it? really obnoxious. Um, I feel like you have, right? Yeah, we've th- we've answered this question a bunch. Go back in the log, bro. Class, uh, I'd like I, anytime anyone asks a question. A lot of times, I'll fucking I'll lose a finger before I answer it. <laughs> like just... there are, from when we started the self defense tumbler, people would ask, "What are your thoughts on fucked up?" Like twice a yeah. day. I you'll never know. You'll never. I'll take a bullet before I fucking talk about it. That's just, it's that's there you go. Yeah, I don't like paying the troll the troll toll that much. Or not even it's not even a troll thing. It's just like if if this many people want this information, I just don't want to give it to you. That's just and then all right, then I for whatever reason then if you're requesting it that much, that means there's some kind of value and if I hold something of value, I'm going to continue to hold it. So, sorry. All right, here's one. Hans. You said on the podcast before that you Okay, sorry. <clears throat> okay. Hans, you said on the podcast before that you have Seasonally, uh, seasonal affective disorder in the summer. Does this make you just anxious, or does this set forth the entire domino tumble of anxiety, bipolar depression, and ultimately mania? Just curious. Well, uh, the answer is yes. <laughs> I was there. How manic are you right now from a scale of one to ten? No, I, uh, I've been trying to fight it, but it's uh, uh, the, um, the bitter truth is that it's always with me. And uh, see, we got to end on a real down note. So here we go. Here's the down note for everybody. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's been a particularly difficult summer so far. I'm looking forward to the fall where I can feel whole and real again. I handle change very well, but my uh, not in the midst of a lot of other things going on. And there's been a lot of change and a lot of weirdness. I, uh, this has been a good week for me, but generally I feel... Entirely messed up because I have a, a disease that I need to take pills for. It's like a, it's like diabetes or anything else. I take my pills, but sometimes they don't work as well as they should because of a lot of factors, uh, diet, um, a lot of other things. It's very complex, uh, incurable thing I have, and um, the only real recourse is to try to do as little as possible or to do the same thing every day. It's not a very fun life. So, yes, that's the answer. Um, it's something that uh, I, re- I find will be harder to deal with as I get older, and that scares me a lot because that's how people end up, like, I, I mean, I joke about it now, but that's how people end up under fucking bridge trestles and shit. Um, I've already uh, suffered financially, professionally because of this, socially, Every aspect of my life, is, I've suffered tremendously because of it, um, and it's a lot of it's uh, a lot of it's manageable, but it isn't all manageable. So, um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been weird, and uh, yeah, that's the answer to your question. <laughs> and you think summer in particular has something to do it's with it? It's always been that way since I was a kid, and I don't know why. And I've asked met numerous therapists why. And I've Googled why a hundred times. Everybody is supposed to enjoy summer. Oh, nice weather. And I think, I mean, it's cool to be a curmudgeon and be like, well, I only like it when it's raining. 
I, I like that. I want I want I want my brother to be like that scene in the Titanic when the sh- the ship finally goes under and everybody's like, oh boy. But like, um, <laughs> you know, that classic scene from the Titanic when, when everybody's Leo, like, oh boy. Yeah, when Leo freezes and <laughs> he's like. Oh boy! Yeah, and he's like, oh, don't let go. I'm still here. Hello. Ah. And she becomes an old lady. Um, but like, uh, yeah, but like, I don't know, man. It's just a, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's this. I don't know why. What I'm, does Google say when you ask? Say that it's I'm in a very rare subsection of people that claim that actually feel better when it's cooler out. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, I I need. I've gone so far as to freeze two liters of water and hug them as I sleep. I keep the air conditioning on. I keep. I charge purposely charge my air conditioning like a lot so it gets as cold as possible. Um. I don't know, but I also wear. It's then I also wear flannel when it's hot out. I have to bring you to that spot. What spot? The, the, the fucking Brookside, Russian baths. Brookside Falls, where we're talking at the crusty place. Oh, the baths. The Russian fucking baths. I just need to throw you in the ice chamber for like Please. fucking twenty minutes. I'd be really fascinated by how you would do mentally after doing like a hot cold, hot cold, hot cold thing. I love it. Like three times. I'd be really fascinated. Let's do it, man. All right, we're doing this shit. If you got the dime, I got the time, pal. Please go with him, so I don't have to. Oh, you're going. I'm you're never going. Why, not? Why aren't you going to the baths? Do women go? Is it a co-ed? It's a co-ed. It's it is everybody's, co-ed. Everybody walks around naked. No, it's not. A, I mean, it uh, when it's non-co-ed, it you it's naked optional, um, oh, which is all old guys, very weird. Old guys walking around naked. Yeah, and, like uh, I I could explain ugh. it, but there's this old hippie feet. guy who goes there who could explain it much better than me. He was <laughs> when yeah. I, he was talking about it. In in the the hot room, and I was kind of overhearing. So he's very loud, and he said, "You know, I don't come on the male only days. There's just a lot of weird, intense male energy here." And he hit the nail exactly in the head. That's yes. precisely what's going on there. Which it's means just it old is cock. weird and intense and male. He should just say "old cock with gray pubes" and yeah. talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I very rarely get talked to there, but nah. uh, and I I don't think I've ever been That's... talked to during the few times I've gone to like the male only times. Like the Andrew puts his crazy face on when he uh, yeah, there. like no one wants to deal because I'm always the dude who's like up at the top of the hottest thing with like a towel over my head like it's some kind of fucking hood. Yeah. You know, like no one wants to deal with that asshole. It's like you're singing for Sacto Hoods. He's I'm like singing for Sacto Hoods. The guy mm. in the background of the orgy scene. Yes. <laughs> um, Absolutely. The pillowcase on his head and you yeah. can see through it. But yeah, so the, it, it's Perfect. co-ed most of the time and I try and invite Gab but she has no interest in going. I get it. It's a disgusting old place that smells like feet. Um, oh, like it's not. I don't want to go. It's, but it's. You're going. I'm going. I gotta go. I honestly leaves. I know I've said this before. If I moved out of New York tomorrow, this is the only underline only thing I would ever miss about living in New York. Is nonsense. It is nonsense. You'd miss a lot of things. The most. It's the most. It's just the most. Champs. Wouldn't miss champs. Missed. Would call in a drone strike on champs if I had the opportunity to. Again. I. You know. Honestly. I'm about as qualified to be the to like the fucking uh, uh, like the the what do they call the person that fucking does that shit? Drone strike operator. The, what's that? 
drone, drone operator? Yeah, yeah. I, like I, I'm as qualified to be like the drone master for the U.S. Army as <laughs> anybody that Trump has put in office. So they, they should just consider me to fucking fly drones around. I looked it up actually. Head you of can... Homeland Security. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's got to be somebody in the army whose job it is is just to like handle the drones, and I there can do is. that. There's they actually outsource it, believe it or not. Perfect. Yeah. I can certainly do that. Kerry Matheson. There's a facility <laughs> in Manassas, Virginia, that is where the majority of um, the drone strikes happen. Interesting. It happens remotely. Is there Manassas in Virginia? I thought it was in Georgia. Manassas, Virginia, I believe. Interesting. Well, Manassas, Virginia. Somewhere in Virginia. I think it's Manassas. But a lot of it isn't doesn't happen. It's not like, oh, I'm in Afghanistan, so we need to fly drones. It happens through like a downlink. Like if there's always a plane flying. Yeah. And then there's like somebody million. Uh, that's that's see that's the big rub with people who hate drones. They're like, oh, it's a thousand miles away. You can just kill somebody. It's just it's not true warfare. I, all right, like that that always bothers me because if you are. Like, if you come at me and you're, like, a fucking Navy SEAL who's, like, slit people's throats in the night and, like, you're you're about combat and fucking getting it on and you just want to, like, fucking roll around and break people's fucking arms and shit. <laughs> about getting it on. That's fine. That's cool. I I get your problem with drones being flown by, three, you know, somebody 3,000 miles away. If you're a schmuck at a co-op, your input doesn't matter. Like, frankly, at that point... There's no difference between flying a drone from Virginia and shooting somebody with a sniper rifle a half a mile away. It's the same exact thing. What's your problem? Like, you're, 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 you're being foolish now. You're being foolish because you want to fill the silence on this fucking line at this co-op that I didn't want to come to in the first place. And like in Conspiracy Corner, uh, there's a place, it's actually a place called Aurora Flight Sciences. Where they produce drones. I actually decided a few days ago that I want to learn to uh, to fly like quadcopter drones, just because when the civil war starts, uh, it'll be very profitable to be a courier. True, that's true. So I could be. Oh, it's like uh, it. what is that Kevin Bacon movie? Silver, silver street, uh, silver, silver, silver wheels, silver. Uh, it's something with Kevin Bacon. And he's a bike messenger, oh, I don't know and what they that somehow is. make it work for two hours. That movie. Interesting. There's a love interest. I mean, there's a whole, the whole character, the whole arc is like, well, I'm in love and I don't know what to do. And also I'm a messenger and I almost die every day. But that means I'm in good shape, which makes me attractive to. Wait, are you talking to that fucking Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie? No. Okay. Because that shit came out when Benny was a bike messenger and he got real wound up about it as he's known to do. And as, at the height of him being wound up about it, the director of the movie came into my store to, like, buy a bunch of shit. And I thought for one second about making Benny the courier to his house to, like, bring <laughs> him the stuff. It would have been great. But I uh, I opted to not do that. Uh, the name of this movie was Quicksilver. Quicksilver. I don't know what Quicksilver is. Uh, let me read you um, Let me read you the pitch. A hotshot stock exchange floor trader loses his shirt and becomes a bicycle messenger in a hilly city. Oh, jeez. Now, someone said that very treatment at a table, and someone was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's hire Kevin Bacon immediately and start, let's start principal photography in two weeks. Good? Great idea. That's no, how easy. Great idea. We don't have the internet yet, so yeah. sure. There's so, no trading <laughs> floors anymore. No. They just don't exist anymore. There was used to be a point where people would go down to a room and just scream for seven hours a day. And just wave, buy, and sell tickets. Yeah. And now it's just silent. It's fascinating. Yeah. 
It's like the uh, supermarket in uh, overnight drive town called the trading floor. The trading floor. <laughs> where uh, where Ron Rico works in the produce Ron Rico, section. that's another another character. Damn, produce. I forgot about Ron Rico. He works in the produce section and. Uh, they're having trouble keeping employees because he's scamming on every girl they hire. You know, I uh, I don't fuck around with Facebook anymore, and I don't go on the friend zone anymore. So it's going to be on you to uh, to wrangle the four people who still use the friend zone to yeah. uh, to populate overnight drive oh, town. Is that, does that still exist? Oh, it does. Yeah, it's mostly memes now. It's great. great. What am I missing on there? Nothing. Zilch. Yeah. It started. Uh, see, the funny thing is, and that's why it's, uh, it started as an experiment. Which was wildly successful. Let's see if we can get everybody we make fun of, every single archetype <laughs> that we make fun of, together in a room, and let them and watch watch it burn. And that's exactly what happened. It's more or less how it happened. It's yeah. a, it, I, we had the idea to make a let's make a lunch room with a bunch of different lunch tables, and let's see who the trolls are and who the wimps are and who the weirdos are, and that's exactly how it happened. And people take it. So seriously. And it's great. And it worked. So the joke's on everybody. Our experiment worked perfectly, much to our joy uh, and elation. So thanks. Man, nothing matters, guys. Don't worry about the friends. It really, like, yo, seriously, nothing matters. Like, wow. fucking relax. Fuck. If you've got to, if you have to type a www in front of it, it certainly doesn't matter. <laughs> what about www dot Do you think people will get mad about that? HTTPS. I think for sure people will get mad about that. When he died, there were so many. There were more tributes than when anybody else died. No, I mean, listen, it's shitty when someone dies and, like, commits suicide and all. It sucks. I don't, yeah. but I don't. But so did John F. Kennedy, and nobody fucking got sad about that. That's right. He committed suicide. Yeah, he had that fucking, he had that incurable disease. He hired Lee Harvey Oswald to blow his brains out rather what? than put the nation through even... his, uh, his suffering. That's not, like, a well-known conspiracy theory. That is, oh, yeah. that is not a conspiracy theory. That is truth. Man, I didn't, so... I didn't even know that one. Yep. He didn't want to put his family and the country through this painful, uh, yeah. uh the dying situation he was facing, yeah, so he got right. his head blown Didn't off. Didn't want to weak. He Jeff. would have fucked like ten more actresses and like. What? Nope. He, he did a thing where he knew he was dying, and he he had the CIA and Cuba get in on it, and they hired Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. But realistically, they knew he had a Manlikir Carcano, and that was not going to fucking hit him from that distance. Nah. So what they did was he was the patsy, where he was taking the loud shots, and realistically. The guy in the drain that was the about 25 guy. feet up from uh, yeah. from the the car was the one that hit the kill shot. If you look, his head goes back into the left, as everyone knows from uh, uh, from the Zapruder. seminal truth bomb JFK. Yeah, uh, and if you follow that, uh, well, of course it's it's you know it's all uh, cemented up now. But if you were to follow that uh, that drain back in the day, it would have released to an area where you would be able to get out safely, and there was a couple that saw a man with a suitcase right in that area at the time, and he was going towards the the train yard. Um, and at the same time he was doing that, another person was hit with a fourth bullet that was a little further up. It didn't make a lot of sense because Lee Harvey Oswald only fired three shots that I can tell. So where'd the fourth bullet come from? 
Um, that's what I'd like to know. Uh, and, of course, there was also the puff of smoke by the fence, of course, by the grassy knoll, that uh, if you look with enhanced photography, you can make out what appears to be a police officer standing there. You can see the badge on his uh, on his shirt, uh, which means that the, the Dallas PD were complicit in the conspiracy to have JFK blow his own head off. You know what I think is the weirdest part about that whole thing? What's that? Richie Valens what? of the Bomba fame. He was the driver that day. That's insane. That's yeah. crazy. And he was he really? He actually wrote La Bamba about the whole thing. <laughs> so wild. Yeah, when he's like, uh, what is that? That whole Spanish part that's about him losing his father figure who was JFK. Yeah. He was the only one who didn't know anything about it. That's really oh. strange. they had a meeting where they're like, all right, here's the thing. And they're like, where's Richie? But he was in a recording session that went way too long. And they were oh, like, he's like... He didn't. He called on the phone and he's like, "I'm going to be late." And they're like, "Well, we're going to have the meeting without you, but we we just, you know, basically short. The short thing is, you just need to drive tomorrow. That's really all you need to know." And he's like, "Fine," you know. And he's like, thinking about the big recording contract coming up. And uh, you know, even though it was 1964, it's still, you know, I mean, his, he was dead. Just keep it going, you know. It's a. And he's like, "Well, I can't wait till La Bamba hits the streets. This guy can finally quit this job driving JFK around." And then he had to go back in the studio that night and change the lyrics because yep. he experienced the death of an important person in his life. Yeah, and he was like, oh, easy come, easy go. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, easy. Fascinating <laughs> well, thing. Give a penny, take a penny. Is So um, through the 40s and the 50s, uh, I, I don't remember his real name, a uh, gentleman was very very instrumental in action against cuba it was like he 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 was basically the the point man on on cuba's point man on bay pigs Bogrets. um you know like exceptional uh, operator for his country <laughs> disappears yeah and then a man who looks just like him comes out uh 6 months later with uh with a song called chantilly lace oh my god the big bomber and <laughs> so Oh Chantilly Lace, which is a terrible song, <laughs> becomes a hit despite the fact that everyone understands it's terrible and this guy is awful. Um, and he is on the plane with Richie Valens the night that it goes down and witnesses saw a parachute. Uh, oh my god, that's right. I forgot, yep. I forgot about this important conspiracy theory. Yep. And, you know... <laughs> Well, this all sounds like it checks out. We should probably He's get a like, bomb shelter, Andrew. You know what I like. Murder. murder. <laughs> I like to murder for my country. Film. This is important. This is important footage filmed after he was supposed to be dead. Yeah, he had one true. last TV commitment. If you pause that, you can see uh, H. Howard Hunt in the, uh, in the crowd. You hear that laugh? Mm -hmm. That was the laugh. He's like, I can't believe they got away with it. Yep. This was his last TV commitment be after the, after he was supposed to be dead. It was only broadcast locally in Cleveland. Cleveland Television. See how excited he sounds? What? Will I be complicit in the murder of a president? Oh, baby. You know what I like. Hey, you know what? This is the this is like the free wailing times, where you just believed everything. 
didn't this plane go down like 15 years before JFK? <laughs> it's not important, man. He's on the phone. He's on the phone with the CIA right now. Yeah, exactly. He's on the red phone right an now. Ear, he's got an earpiece then. He's like, I don't want to kill the president. But. Oh, oh I guess I'll kill the president. You know what I like. In all honesty, you know what I like. Oh, you know what I like. Fucking rampant patriotism. You know, I, I, you know what I like. Gonna kill the president. Gonna shoot him in the fucking face. <laughs> What an, what an absolutely fucking stupid song. It's so Jesus. bad. But it's not as bad as, like, La Bamba. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to go, you know, last day at work. What man cares about the kind of lace somebody's wearing? Yeah. Do you know the difference of laces? Like, Chantilly lace opposed to, like, an open lace, Andrew? I have no idea. I didn't know you were talking to me, I but just wanna, no. I just, I mean, I wouldn't care... I mean, remember... People were obsessed with Chantilly lace in, like, the 60s and 70s. There was a fragrance called Chantilly. Ugh. Is it, like... Is, what is Chantilly lace? Is like, it's like pantyhose, right? It's very, very fine, sort of, like, very small lace. Well, this was before Hustler. It's not... Yeah, it's so like every, the peak of an ankle. It's everything exciting. was left to the imagination. Honestly. And then... But that, I think the, 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 the pivot point was where, when the president died. Or was murdered. <laughs> And then it's like committed well, suicide. Yeah, committed Anything suicide. Goes. Well, because he was already he was. I mean, he was like you know he was already no he knew he was gonna he terminally ill and he put the put the you know the fate of the country. He's like, oh, I've got I have two. He's like, you only have six months to live. And it's like, well, I put the country through six months of torment, glued to the t- glued to the telephone. People oh, calling each other. I'm gonna have the big bopper fucking just blow my ear off my head and right. then fucking garrot Richie Valens in a, in a plane and then uh, like, oh. jump out and then kill my brother in fucking uh, in two years. Well, Richie Valens killed his brother. Interesting. Yeah, the, there was two parachutes that night. That's because if you watch the footage of the RFK murder, the guy who looks like the actor who played his fucked up brother in the movie La Bamba is just chilling there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, there's two. Parach- he was wearing a polka dot dress, which was there were, strange. There were two parachutes that night. <laughs> Big Bopper and Richie Valens got out. Wow. Because they had a conversation when they were going down, and they drew straws. <laughs> <laughs> and the the last, the, I guess who got the short straw, Buddy Holly. And they had to go down with the ship, but they're like, "Fuck it, I'm out." He's like, I have to do, I have to do, I have to drive an important car tomorrow. And and Big Bopper's like, I gotta be on TV tomorrow. So it was out. He's like, he's like, Chantilly Lace is number one right now. I got kids to feed. I don't care about you, nerd. He called, and it was the first, actually the first instance of somebody calling somebody else a nerd. Fucking fascinating story. He's like, I love my job. I hope it lasts forever. I can't see myself doing anything else. Oh, I wonder what that meeting was about this morning. I'm sad that I missed it. I guess I'll just drive the route as we planned. Act like nothing's happening. <laughs> oh, what was that? What was that loud noise? Holy shit. President shot. And then it fades out just like his career. 
Oh man. Oh my so, god. Fucking deep was, deep conspiracy. And if anybody's asking that was your conspiracy barn. Yeah. I love conspiracy barn and uh honestly um <laughs> conspiracy barn also uh, a prominent player in Owen Town. Jerry Lee Lewis actually wrote this song about JFK too. It was when he got chlamydia. Fucking music was terrible. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, this is like JFK and Jerry Lee Lewis finished off a bottle of cherry wine one night. And uh, JFK disclosed to Jerry Lee Lewis that he had chlamydia. He's like, oh man, I bet I'll write a song about that one day. And then the day after JFK died, this song went to number one. After the story was... He's like, now with JFK out of the way, I can have Marilyn all to myself. And then that meddling Joe DiMaggio got in the way. <laughs> Music was really bad. Though. Really I bad. I can't believe that rock and roll came from that. Yeah. Like, you think people lose interest. It's real stupid. Like, that's very novel. It's like, that's like very novelty. Like, I'm glad it happened because it brought me hate breed. But, you know. That is a direct descendant of hate breed because yeah. it's considered a version of rock music. So you have, like, the big bopper to thank for Jamie Josta. Basically, I have JFK's fucking diseased liver to thank for fucking Jamie Josta fucking tell me how to live. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I was just looking for a, uh, what says, I just wanna be close, Maxi Priest. I wanted to somehow link Maxi Priest to the JFK killing. I don't, but I don't even know, know what that is. Like... You never heard that song I before? Think so. All right, well. Gabby, you can help me out on this one, because uh, you've never heard... You've heard this song. I'm sure it'll be something like, oh, yeah, this fucking thing. Yeah, this is Flash Forward to 1990. JFK Jr. Oh, wow. <laughs> and his... And uh, and Patricia Arquette, his wife. Or what was it? No, it was Jennifer Grey. I think it was Jennifer Grey, right? In Dirty Dancing. I think that they were flying together, and then they he lost control of the plane because they were having supposedly. An argu- well, they were having an argument. I was. I mean, there's tapes of what happened in the plane that night, and she, he wanted to listen to Maxie Priest, and she wanted to listen to uh, Lisa Stansfield, and I guess Maxie Priest won. Well, Lisa Stansfield won because he's like. He's like, I'll crash this fucking plane if I don't have, I don't, if I don't get to listen to Maxi Priest. And you think I'm fucking kidding, bitch? Sorry, B, Gabby, sir. And and thank you. Yeah, sorry, Gabby. And she's like, if you ever call me a B again, I'll crash this plane for the both of us because it was a really bad fight. And he put Maxi Priest on, and he's like, he looked at her, he looked at her, and just put his middle finger up in her face. Wow. For like five, for like a minute. The thing was, you're supposed to pay attention when you're flying a plane, and he crashed it. And this, is, this is the last. Yeah, to make a point, he crashed the plane. And her, but the things are like, when Maxi Priest found out about this, so JFK Jr. died, and the next day after the after the story got out, this song was number one. Wow, my God. <laughs> It's really, like, sad about that JFK Jr. thing. As yeah. best they can tell, there's some th- shit that happens in an airplane where, like, you can't really tell where the center of gravity is. So he, <laughs> he was in a storm, and basically 
just spiraled down to the ground, but he thought he was flying straight. Yeah. <laughs> so, Fucking like, idiot. it's so sad. No, but that's the ego of that family. Like, you have the, all that money. It's like when an NFL player gets arrested for driving drunk. You yeah. got all that money. What are you doing, man? What are you what, taking you airstream? Fucking Uber. Fucking, you're, you're a Kennedy. Take an airstream. Oh, that's really good. Why fly yourself? Because you can. Why do anything? You got all that money. But imagine if, um, imagine if Jennifer Grey won. He'd still be alive. That's true. Just kidding. She's already too mad, so she crashes the plane anyway. This is what actually happened. I have the pay. I got the papers. <laughs> you get the black box. I got the yeah. I got the. I got, <laughs> wait a minute. I got the black box recording of the argument. That's wild. She's like. <laughs> she's like. Now that I've won the argument, I'm still gonna kill us both. Drive us in a Long JFK, Island sound. Yeah, but you be JFK Jr. JFK Jr. I've won. <laughs> Does no, it sound no. like J- normal JFK? Uh, yeah, well, well, you can uh, just. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, uh, this will so, be good. I'm, okay, so. <laughs> I can't do it. No, let's start this again. All right, all right. Okay. Wait, make Andrew do it. You nope. Can't. All right, Andrew. Andrew, nope. do impressions. Gabby, you have to help me out with those. All right, so we've actually gotten the transcript, the black the black box. I They didn't find it, but then when I was on vacation and I went on a sc- one of those scuba diving trips, I found it. And I was like, "What's this?" And then I put it in the the I put it in the, the you put in the tape player. When I got the when I got in the when I got in the car, I put the tape in, and it was the it was the cockpit recording from the death, and it involved Lisa Stansfield. So like, let's you pretend to be JFK Jr. and I'll then I'll be Jennifer Grey. So now that I've won JFK Jr. Now that I've won the argument. I know we've had a hard. I know this is a hard argument, but the worst is yet to come. Because I'm about to. I want to kill us both. Because, oh, don't do that. Oh, it's too late. I know how to fly. Let me fly. Just let me fly for a second. It'll be fun. I know we're in a storm and we can't. We're, we're fu- we can't really see, but it'll still be fun. Just let me fly. Okay, you're right. Yeah, I think I've won the right. <laughs> because I think I've won the right because we got in a big fight, and usually I'm right. So. Well, as usual, you're right. Thank you. Now I'm going to seize the controls and push us into a nosedive. <laughs> I'm going to seize the controls, JFK. <laughs> now you're, uh, you're supposed to protest as we're f- crashing. As all we see is the ocean in front of us, JFK Jr., you're supposed to protest. I'm killing us. I'm feeling the song, actually. Well, no shit. And that's how it happened. That's how it happened. <laughs> I'm not feeling the song, actually, as you're plunging to earth. <laughs> <laughs> JFK Jr., a music snob to the bitter end. You know, I thought Lisa Stansfield's earlier work was a lot better. Sade was much better. Yeah, her, her new sound's a little too urban. Sade was better. Uh-huh. How, how can we link Sade to the murder of JFK Jr.? Oh, God. <laughs> I think oh, we in- it's been great being back. I think Thanks we, for having we, me. I think we invented a podcast within a podcast where we just do revisionist history. Yeah, that's more or less <laughs> what just happened there. Terrible, forgettable, fucking undercooked songs. <laughs> 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 like fucking Chantilly Lace and Been Around the World and all those other bad, good, bad songs. Oh, Jesus. Chantilly Lace and a pretty. Actually, I think Lisa Stansfield's version is better. And I heard that the Shah of Iran. And uh, Edward Teddy Kennedy got in a big fight over that version. It was on the radio when Teddy Kennedy murdered a woman in his car. <laughs> <What>? in, tr- 
All right, this is episode 162. No, we do Chapter Critic. No, no, no. We can't. No, it's a. Teddy Kennedy wanted to listen to Bobby Brown. Oh, man, I think I'm a little too loaded to drive. Oh, okay. Oh, how did Teddy Kennedy speak? Era, okay. I think I'm a little too drunk to drive, but I think we can make it. Where do you live again? You're supposed to be the lady. Where do you live again, you hot young thing? Do you know this? I know it's... Oh, awesome. Why are you doing a female falsetto? Yeah, you're a girl. <laughs> oh, good. I know it's 1976, and this song will come out for another ten full years, but let's just pretend. I'm, I'm rich, and I have access to future music before it comes out, so let's... You know, this, you know, I think this is the best work of George Michael. I think him shedding wham was like him shedding a husk and becoming a bright he died flower. this year, right? Yeah, he did. I thought it was last year. Yeah, who cares? Oh my god, we're gonna crash off a bridge! Oh, I better swim for help. Well, actually, I'm just gonna sit here. I can, I can still hear the stairs. It's underwater now. <laughs> blub, blub, blub. Blub, blub, blub. I never even got her. a dark episode. I never even got her name. Oh, well. Oh, fuck. She wasn't impressed that I know George Michael on a personal level. So. Um. <clears throat> now what do I do now? <laughs> I know. I'm going to go home and wait four hours and then call the cops. Look, if you want to go, if you want to know about history, just listen to us. We know all about it. You can listen to Dan Carlin, or you can listen to <laughs> Overnight kinda, Drive. I kind of said that in a, in a, if you want to know about history, the way it really happened, come to us. This is Overnight Drive, Hardcore History, Volume 55, The Kennedy Files. Ah. <laughs> uh. How Jerry Lee Lewis started a, started a riot that ended with the death of JFK Jr. and Jennifer Grey. <laughs> and Gabri and Gabri with the high-pitched girl voice. That's my best work that so far. That was really good work. Should we just do a podcast that traces <laughs> the history, like how we got here now? Like how the Muslim ban is a direct result of the actions of Richie Valens driving yes. JFK's car, <laughs> or the twin, the two, the, the, the conspiracy of the two parachutes, yeah. and then high fiving as they fucking as, as they're going down. And fuck that nerd! God, thank God we drew we drew the right straws. Now we can go on to fame and fortune. Well, you have a government job, and I'm going on TV tomorrow. All right. Um, 162. That's a weird one. You, uh, easy, our weirdest one. <clears throat> um, anything you want to plug? Nah. <laughs> nope. Um, no. No. After, after that, no. Just, no. Let's keep listening to good music like the Big Popper. Gab, anything to plug? Nope. All right. Well, thanks for having me, though. Bye. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys next week, maybe with special guests, because we're up here, like, a lot. So yeah. we'll see who else we can rope in for this. So get excited. All right, cool. Thanks. Giving it good, letting her work. 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 Giving it good, letting her work.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.